have come down here. And this board, my board, is over there. So stop stealing my skateboard. I'm not man. stealing your skateboard, bro. Dude, you're stealing my skateboard. No, no, no. no. I borrowed your skateboard. Oh, okay. I borrowed it. I well, got my own hey, skateboards over here. Yeah, exactly. You got your own board. Stop, what is this? Stop borrowing my stuff. All right? Borrowing your stuff? I mean, you did get me this. This is a strong start. Yeah. But This is a strong start. Or are we live? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, good. For the record, everyone knows he's been stealing my board. It's he's my board. He's been borrowing the skateboard. While, while you're on your rants about whatever you're ranting about, I do little kickflips over here. It's so true. I've been I've been stealing so Adam's fingerboard. Yeah, you man. got your own. You got like three of them there. <laughs> I do. It's true. Yeah, but that one's better. <laughs> I know. That's better. For because I know how to better. grip a board. You do. That's oh, right. Yeah, yep. I gripped mine terribly. My, the other one's over there. Dude, I looked at yours. It's sloppy. No, this is just I slept on a, on a regular tech deck. Yeah, sloppy. Look at those over there. The mm-hmm. two over there are good, but that's where the half pipe's at. Why wouldn't you have the half pipe over here? I'm going to put a half pipe up here. What is happening? So uh, I, we, right. we have, we have okay. fingerboards, and Adam was like, hey, man, you're stealing my board. Yeah. All right, welcome oh, to the they show. Heard. They heard. This is apparently a podcast. We, we, we don't plan anything out, as you can obviously tell. Welcome to our studio. Man, this is a crazy story. This we got, is we got, important stuff. We got a bunch of stories. The Second Amendment has been renewed completely. Yes, yes. Every Every liberal on, in the country now has like, shut up. And a lot of them have flipped their, changed their story. The, the craziest thing was I saw this meme where a guy was like, the, the Karen from my block who's constantly trying to organize gun control protests mm-hmm. just tried to organize a community watch, like, to pitch in money to, like, hire armed security. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yep, yep. There's a video from Long, uh, Long Island, I think. Oh, how the UFO spins. Oh, how the UFO spins. See what spins. I did there? It does. Do you, oh, yeah. Do you see what I did? Yep, there? you did. How yep. the world spins. Yeah, the world's spinning. Yeah. The, the UFO is so, but, so this is, this is interesting. This is the lead <laughs> we're going to be talking about. A Black Lives Matter leader who I've, I've talked about as I think he's a cool dude, Hank Newsom, mm-hmm. said they want essentially armed community patrols. And I was thinking about this because I know a lot of people take it to a dark place immediately. And I'm like, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a dark place. I'm 100% with you. But we'll get to this. Yeah. Right. People taking responsibility for their own safety, their own communities. Yeah. Like arming that. themselves and stuff. Being I responsible. I think it's wonderful. Yeah. But we got we got a lot to talk about. So if you're just tuning in, this is the Tim Guest IRL show. Yes. I'm hanging out with uh, my friends here. Oh, you know me. What's up, everybody? There's it's Adam. Adam, Adam Krigman. Yeah. 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 There's Lydia. Sour Patch that's, that's Lydia. How's it going? Sour Patch Lids. Indeed. Smash the like button. Yes. Smash it. Or tap it. We were just in a, a, in a tornado. No, no, okay, no joke. Well. We, we got we got the alarms like 15 minutes ago. It came and it, and it went. It, it was crazy because it's kind of bright out right now. And we, I was sitting here and I guess Lydia's phone made a noise yeah, or whatever. Yeah, well, I saw it lit up. Mm-hmm. And then it was like tornado warning, seek shelter now. And we were all like, well, we'll, we'll but we got to do the show. So we just, you know, took care of some stuff and right. then came back. And the sky turned almost pitch black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you couldn't see anything quick. outside. There was a rumble and a roar. And then, like twenty minutes later, now it's it's not even raining anymore. It's not even raining hear. anymore. Yeah, it's gone. So it's that was fun. A bit. It's yeah. a slight drizzle. It's nothing. So we were kind of worried about that, but uh, hey, we're, we're we're all good. So here's what you can do: you can smash the like button because it really does help. Subscribe, hit the notification I bell, share, like share this. it, share it, share. I just shared it. Sharing. I think is caring. I, sh- I spread I gotta, the word. I got to be honest, man. We had a we had a really really big show. We mm-hmm. we we were out yesterday because I had a really bad so- a sore throat. Yeah, for real. And so I was, and you know. It, it's not worth risking losing five shows just taking night off. True, but uh, the night before was was our biggest night ever. It was, and I got to say, I think it's because you guys share that it, it really does I help. Think so too. Yeah, so we, we're we're here to say thank you, thank you everybody. Yeah. Yes, thank you guys, guys are fantastic. Appreciate it. You're bombs. You know what? I'm going to spin the UFO oh, for oh. you. Can we get a, can we get the wide shot? Uh, yeah, Let's, there we go. Uh, we got to move the. Can we? Yeah. Okay. This is for everybody. There we go. Free UFO spin. 
Yes. Yeah, so what you're hearing, if you're hearing it, it's probably faint. The air, the, the air cleaner. Yeah. Oh, I think we need to charge that thing. Oh. We're gonna be able to spin it. Man, Consider it spun. It that thing's good. been levitating nonstop for like a couple weeks now. It hasn't come off. It yeah, it's a good point. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, if you want to get your super chat in, I've got to warn you right now that on, on that Monday we had this really big show. YouTube literally erased the super chats from our like uh, studio yep. because there were too many. I didn't know that was even possible. That's crazy. And yeah. then in order to try and even read all of them, it would it's impossible. And normally we speed things up. So just keep in mind, if you do super chat, we might not get to your super chats. We will try our best. But at a certain point, we just start going through it. And it is what it is. But we got a bunch of stories, man. I'm losing my mind on this stuff because yeah. they told us we couldn't go outside. We still can't go outside. The other day, I was like, do we have Nesquik? I wanted Nesquik. Yeah. You know, so when's the last time you had some of that? long time i don't even remember but isn't it it's, it's better kid. it's better than regular chalk and milk it's got vitamins in it too oh, is that right yeah it's fortified so okay. I'm, sit, I'm sitting there and i went we, I, I can't remember what happened i think we, we had like you know, i was eating peanut butter and jelly mm-hmm. and in so, the store sto- the store's closed yeah and i was like what do you mean the store's closed curfew yeah we're under walmart. curfew still yeah walmart was closed walmart was closed and i'm like I, I don't understand why i can't go out and buy chocolate milk right now because everyone's out protesting in this sit in, in in this state yeah we're in jersey up in Newark, and my mind is blown. And then I see these photos going viral of nurses celebrating and cheering. And I'm like, well, the nurses were just blocking the cars of other protesters when they were protesting the lockdown. Wrong right. kind of protest, Tim. Yep, wrong kind of people. Mm. Mm. So I'm, 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 I'm just, I'm losing my mind over this, man. How we're in this position where all of a sudden now it's coming out, the New York Times is saying, you know, about that study that said hydroxychloroquine wasn't safe and Trump was wrong. The thing is, it's probably not real. They don't want to say it too loud because they don't want to admit Trump was right. Why? Why did the media come out and say this drug was unsafe? And now as soon as they start lifting the lockdown and the protests are out, they're like, oh, it's safe again. Because people take it. That's melting my brain. Yeah. People take it for other stuff. Yep. Yeah. So we're going to talk about this later, right? So a study came out just to go after Trump. I have no idea. Yeah, 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 definitely. Okay, definitely. okay. Yeah, yeah. But I really want to talk about guns. I got guns. some things to yes. say, but we'll, okay. I'll wait until I want to talk about guns. Subject. Yeah. All right. Yeah, all let's right. talk about guns. All right, Alex. Let's get started with Go. this first. <laughs> Alex. <laughs> yes. Today we're talking about guns, people. We are prepared to stop these murders by any means necessary. Ooh. Black Lives Matter leader declares war on police and group is, quote, training our people to defend our communities in Black Panther-styled armed patrols. That's, 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 that was a bold statement. I read that. I was like, Whoa. declare war. I mean... Sounds kind of scary, right? Yeah. Oh, I kind of like it. Well, I'm I mean, like, what's so, so, so hold on. You mean to tell me this dude, Hank Newsom, is saying in his community, mm-hmm. he wants to keep their community safe. Yeah. Exercise his legal rights. I, I, I don't see it. And, and give people in their community a purpose. You know, yep. they, they yep. have something to something get to up defend. for. Be like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm patrolling the neighborhood, keeping it safe today. I'm gonna feel I'm feel good. Yeah, because I'm d- doing something for my community. That's awesome. I love I, it. I don't like yeah. this though. Declaring war. It's like, yeah. bro, don't, don't don't. Yeah, on the police, when you know we see, you know, black people getting killed right now, and their business is being destroyed right it's, now. It's, it's, by it's leaders, well, yeah. by, right, right. By but, who knows who, you know. But it's like, but they're not bringing those up why are yeah, they that, talking you, about you that see that sassy woman who was like you said black lives matter but what about my store what about me and yep. you know what i mean yeah exactly but, but what i mean with this is you've got a guy who is hank newsom activist law-abiding citizen mm-hmm. apparently a gun owner i guess i imagine all legal things yep and they're saying he's de- they use the language declaring war on police because it's a shock sensational title 
True. And I'm like, come on, come on. Did come he on. even say that though? Probably not, but because we'll, we'll read it. Because Alex Jones said that that's what Joe Rogan said. He's yeah. gonna he's right. bringing the war to, and it's like, no, yeah, that never think, happened. Okay. It's being embellished. And but I, I, this is the mainstream media we're talking about. So. And I think it's fair, you know, if you want to be like, yeah, but this one's like not the time because he's talking about arming his community. And if you say he's declaring war on the police while arming his community, it sounds like people are going to go march to the police department with guns, and that's not what he's right. talking about. He's talking about Black Panther-style community patrols. They say, in an exclusive interview, Newsom says the BLM movement has marched for years to wake people up to the realities of police brutality and oppression. And he believes that since the, since the tragic death of George Floyd, who died after his neck was pinned under the knee of a white police officer during an arrest on Memorial Day, people have finally awoken. It's our obligation, it's our duty to provide people with a pathway forward. And that's the purpose you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Dude, I, I, I actually am really optimistic about this. We want, here's a quote, we want liberation, we want the power to determine our own destiny, we want freedom from an oppressive government, and we want the immediate end of government-sanctioned murder by the police. I'm like, awesome. that sounds very very yeah. 1776 of you, brother. Yeah, yeah. I'm that's, it. that's all good things. <laughs> yeah, right? Agreed. Uh, so he says, we're preparing and training our people to defend our communities. Now, what does that mean? I do fear there's going to be anti-police conflict or sentiment. Mm-hmm. But I also believe if you have, there, there was a group called Legally Armed in Detroit, mm-hmm. I think it was, yeah. standing on the, on the steps of the Capitol, firearms trainers, and they had no problems. I think if you have, like, look, man, if, if you have armed community patrol groups, okay. you got to do a lot more than just train people and give them guns. You, you let the police know, like, hey, here's who we are, here's what we're doing, give us a call. We want to make sure we're taking care of things. Here's the good thing about it. I'm, 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 I'm right now, we are seeing in polls, I can't remember which polling group this was, support for Black Lives Matter through the roof, skyrocketing. Even among Republicans, mm-hmm. it's way, way up. And it's really low among Republicans. And I'm like, this is all, this is all good. It's all good. Because here's what, I, I thought about this, and I'm seeing all the tribalist stupidity on Twitter. Okay. And what they're talking about is they're like, they showed a clip of like black people marching with guns. And they did this like, ha ha, you know, you know, white conservatives, look what we're doing. And I'm like, I'm, I'm sure they're happy you're doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's what they've been arguing for this whole time. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I started thinking about it. They, Good point. They were saying, you know, I'm thinking like, what is the outcome of this going to be? They're, they, they're, they're demanding police reforms. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm, I'm down with that. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yep. You know, I, I think uh, how it's done is important, but it can be done as a good thing. You look at, you know, uh, what's going on with a lot of these stories that are coming out. I, I don't like how it goes to a racial place. Because I, I grew up on the south side of Chicago, man. I know poor people who have been affected by, you know, police misconduct or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think about what's coming out of this. And you've got calls for more accountability. I dig it. Yep. You've got liberals buying guns like crazy. And I'm like, you know what? I dig it. If people take responsibility for themselves. Now, there is a concern. So I'll, I'll let everybody know. I, I went today. I'm taking care of business to get set oh, up, yeah, to get everything too. I need to get. Yep. And I'm not going to get too specific on, you know, what I've done so far because I don't, you know, my, my business is, that's my private security. But I'll just say I was talking to a guy involved in the process who said he's concerned about a lot of untrained people who have been buying up guns like crazy. Yeah. yeah. That makes so sense. So he was like, make sure you, you, you do the right thing, man. And he gave me a bunch of advice and stuff. And I'm like, I got it. I got it. You know, I, I hear you, bro. Uh, I actually have done a, a police academy training. So they walk you up with all the different guns and stuff. And so, but I'm far from an expert. But there is, there is a concern about that. But I'm thinking about what he's talking about. I think it would be actually great to see these communities have purpose, like you mentioned. Yeah. Now there's responsibility for these young people. Now when there's problems, they have to hold their own accountable. 
And I, and I mean like people who live in their neighborhood. I'm not yeah, talking about race thing. It's not like they're just going to be walking around and letting people do, you know, illegal things, things that are frowned upon by general society. You know, I'm just kind of putting a blanket term out there, but it's not just going to be the police that they're going to be holding accountable. They're going to be standing there holding, holding everyone accountable, you know? So, so and exactly. Yeah, it's just going to raise the level of everyone being... Dude, 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 this is great. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's awesome. It's awesome. And this, is, this is what everybody needs. Think about this. Let's say you live in a neighborhood, mm-hmm. and one day some kid is robbing a house, mm-hmm. and you have community policing. Yep. The people know who the cop is, the cop is a part of the community, or even a neighborhood watch, and they see Billy Johnson's kid robbing it. Mm-hmm. So then they tell the neighbors, everybody knows, everybody hears, everybody gets gets pissed off. Yep. And they go to Billy Johnson. And they're like, your kid, I caught him. Yep. And everyone, and I'll like, I'll, I'll stop it. It'll never happen again. Mm-hmm. Because now there's real concern about being ostracized by their neighbors and their community. And there's a real connection. You also have the people engaging in community watch. They have responsibility to the community too. Yep. Imagine, imagine if like, you know, when we were talking about the Atlas gym, for those that aren't familiar, there's a gym nearby to where we live big national story because they were trying to reopen during the lockdown. The governor threatened them. They came, they were ticketing people and arrested one guy for not, you know, showing his ID. And I'm, I'm thinking about, they brought in police from outside the city because the local cops wouldn't, wouldn't do it. That's really interesting. Yeah. They didn't want to be shunned by right. the people live around. It's like, that's the opposite of what we need. Yeah. So there are, there are challenges with like what happens when someone from one community comes to the other community and then that, well, then you treat them like normal. I think if these people are going to take care of their neighborhoods, more importantly, like giving purpose to, to people to be responsible for the upholding and defense of their community, mm-hmm. I'm imagining what happens when, you know, we, we, we see a lot of videos going around right now of, of looting and stuff in New York. What would happen if these people got caught by their own neighbors? You ever, you ever see that video? This is hilarious of a mom catching her son at a riot. Oh, yeah. In th- 2017. Yeah. Where I was remember. that? So that I think that was at um, Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah. She caught her. And she she's, caught her was she like hitting him with her purse? She's slipper, I think. <laughs> yeah, she's hitting him oh, with the my classic. Yeah, yes. like what are you doing? He's like, I'm sorry, mom. I'm sorry, mom. That's that's the kind of connection we need. And they're, you know what? What I find interesting, they're calling for you know defund the police. And it's like, well, we kind of need the police. We 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 need the police. You know, there's right. good police out there. But if this is what they're going to plan on doing, we won't need as many police. So it's kind of a win-win if for for them for for them to actually mobilize. And start this is protecting like, them, their neighborhoods. Like you know, that's awesome, dude. This is crazy. Yeah. This is like a huge uh, conservative slash libertarian victory in some regards yeah. of like the shrinking in many of, regards. of government powers. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, yeah, that's that's this 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 has been uh, the writing's been bad. The yeah. tribalism's been really bad. Definitely, it's really really annoying how the tribalism is functioning through this, especially when I think one of the most like man just heartbreaking things for me to watch very early on, yeah. where I'm seeing all of these conservatives, even Rush Limbaugh. Being like, I'm heartbroken by watching this video of George Floyd. And I'm like, we've done it, everyone. Yes. We are all united. In, We're in, all in actually our, united. Yeah. And then the, so the, let's riot and t- tear everything seriously? down. Yeah, right. It's like, and, but we, and, we're all with everybody. All we all age. agree here. And then when a lot of conservatives started pointing out, like, this rioting is bad, they got attacked for it. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, dude, we were, we were ready to hold hands under the rainbow, man. It's like, like there's, that's the dream, isn't there's it? someone yeah. out there that, that hates that. They, they don't yeah. want us together. They want to split us up. Everything I'm reading is is either people fighting to be like, let's stay together, or if you're not on my side, you're over there and you're the enemy. So let's divide further and keep us all separated. Yeah, we don't want anyone together. It's like no, 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 no. That that is a problem, and I'm seeing it too much. Even friends of mine are saying it's like that's the issue. All these other people, it's like everyone was a a 
COVID expert. Now they're like a civil <laughs> yeah, rights experts, expert and it's like day. no, yeah. you 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 can't just say this is the answer. There's so many different things that we need to think about, but we all need to be accountable. These cops are being held accountable. Awesome, it's good. Adam, are you saying it's complicated? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I think I know what did you I, really mean. Did I just say a Tim? But th- this is the <laughs> point. I, th- I yeah. think there, there's a famous Feels quote good. about. The, the the stupid people find simplicity and the intelligent people find the complexity or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah. But I think what you're really saying is that there is some kind of force driving people apart, making us hate each other. Yeah. China. 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 That's I, honestly, China. Though, that, that's, I, I have seen enough random things. Some people have posted some random stuff about it and it's like... It's not that far fetched. I'm, I'm, Who has I'm a lot kidding, to gain? By the way. Yeah, uh, no, I know no, you're, yeah. you're. You were joking, but I'm half joking. I'm gonna go ahead and say the conspiracy of it. It's like we were already intense. You know, like not we weren't at war, but like th- trade war. It's it's tense. Yeah, we're in a trade war with them. Yes, right. but I mean, man, they they have some issues with us, and they have, they've already ma- they're making fun of us. They're straight up yep. going on so their news, yeah. making fun of us, and it's like. We were already worried with, you know, a war with China. It's like, why wouldn't they want us to destroy each other and be separated and fight each other until we're like, you know, a mess? And then they push the Look button. Look what COVID did. Right. Right. Our aircraft carriers get infected, have to be, Seriously? you know, cleaned out mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Yeah. And... They they want us off base. So it's been it's been look man it's been decades of favorable treatment for China. Yeah. All our politicians and leader have been doing all these really great and be- great and beautiful nice things for them. Yep. And now all of a sudden Trump's pulling the rug out from under him. Yeah. Trump's like no more China. No 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 America. America first. Yeah. Well like, we, 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 we 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 let's 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 save let's put a tag. Yeah in, we're spinning we're spiraling right, right. <laughs> we're spiraling. Right I want to keep it to. Uh, I mean as I said. It's complicated. It isn't. We got to keep it to guns. <laughs> we got we to gotta keep it to guns. Okay, okay. So okay. check this out. You guys Ooh. may have seen the story. Spicy. It is. The Second Amendment has never been stronger. I, I think we're going to see the crushing of a lot of these laws. Yeah. I'm, I'm, maybe I'm being a bit, I don't know. Hyperbolic? No, optimistic. Okay. In like what's, what's planet, what, what's, what's to come. Tim being hyperbolic? What? Man. No. But Not look man. at this story. Florida sheriff to looters. I'm advising armed homeowners to blow you back out of their house with their guns. You want to know something funny? Well, technically, he was advising the anyone who wanted to go into the, yeah, those neighborhoods. Fair warning. <laughs> he, was, right? he was warning yeah. them. <laughs> There's this tweet, and I love it. And it's a, it's a picture of three men on a rooftop mm-hmm. with, with AR-15s. Okay. And it says, heads up. There's men armed with guns on the top of the you know these roofs. Don't go to this place. Yes. And I was like, you have just proven the point of why they're that's, on the roof with guns. That's the whole point. The protesters who are marching around, these guys went up on the roof to protect the business, and then the social media says, don't go that way, don't go that way, they have guns. Yep. It's like, there you go, point proven. So point, now point, when, once there's guns proven. everywhere, protests will be peaceful. I think there is a, a there, there is a good point to be made in the fact that accidental deaths will probably go up. You know, like, like, like the guy was telling me earlier, he's really scared about a bunch of untrained people now getting armed. Yep. Agreed. That's 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 fair, man. Let me let me tell you the story that I read once. Uh, so I actually went to a this this uh, gun gun rights thing in Chicago a long time ago. Okay, there's a very famous woman who told the story about how I'm I'm going to miss the details, but I know I know all you guys probably know this one. She was apparently Texas passed a law saying you couldn't bring a gun or something into a restaurant or something like this. She leaves okay. it in her car. Okay. She goes in and she was eating dinner or something when a, a shooting happened and she had in the restaurant. Yeah. And okay. so she was like, my gun is right there. I can't do anything about it. So it's apparently she's a very famous uh, 
advocates, you know, campaigner and everything. And I was in, I was in Chicago skating around or something. And I, I can't remember exactly why. As my friend worked at the, it was at the Thompson Center, I think it was. Okay. And uh, is, that what, is that what it's called? I think it is. My friend worked there. And so I was hanging out and I saw it. And uh, I thought it was an interesting story. I didn't really think much of it. But someone there told me the story about the concerns of rapid escalation. And they told me a story about there was a car accident, a fender bender. Somebody accidentally rear-ended somebody else. Apparently, the guy who got rear-ended was livid. Gets out of his car, freaking out, like, you a moron, what are you doing? Yelling, and he's strapped. He's got his gun on his holster. Mm -hmm. So the guy getting out of his car who rear-ended him was like anxiety super high, flustered because this guy's yelling. Mm -hmm. He sees the guy get out with his gun, and and he puts his hand down by his hip and puts his hand up saying, stop, because this guy's freaking out. When the guy in front sees him put his hand near his hip, the other guy reaches for his. Then the guy in the back thought he was drawing for it, so he pulls his out, and they both pulled them, pulled them out and started shooting at each other. Oh my gosh! It's a story someone told me. Okay, they told me it was it was the fear. Well, of, true or not, though, that that definitely shows you know escalation in its the, truest form. But this this person when was, it's when it's emotional, you know, right. red eyed, you can't see anything except anger. We're humans. You know, that can happen to anyone, even the most peaceful person. Something can trigger that. Yep. You know, we, we don't know until we're there. So this, this this person was telling me this was apparently like part of the rally. They were like pro 2A and they were just saying like, that's why training and, training. and, and, and right, being Huge. smart. But the point they're bringing up is, I guess like the gist of what we're what, what they were getting at was we're having a conversation about these things happen. You know, yeah. you, you can't run from them. You can't, you can't try and stop every single person because sometimes these things happen. And, you know, we, we recognize these things happen. Imagine you've got, you know, a hole, a, a, you know, a hole springing in the bottom of a ship. Okay. It's like, well, yeah, sometimes that happens. You patch it up. You, you, you can't literally stop it from happening so it never happens. So imagine you have a boat. You keep reinforcing the hole and you've got 87 layers. You're like, now it will never spring a leak. And then you sink. Yeah. You know, so it's like you got to recognize that. Uh, or I'll put it this way: There was a story about like a mass shooting in Europe, and the response from the local government from the from the country. I can't remember which one was. It might have been Denmark. They were just like, "Sad, huh. moving on. What are you What are you going to do?" In America, something bad happens. We immediately say, "We need a new law." Do we really? Though we need a new law, and it's yeah. like, but it was already illegal. Yeah. So then they try and ban cosmetics and stuff, and it starts getting out of hand. And now it's like, you know, I was talking to somebody who was from Europe telling me that I should get a gun. And I was like, you know, I'm taking care of everything. And they said to get an AR-15. And I was like, well, yeah, (laughs) but there's like a bunch of laws specifically targeting that weapon. And I was like, I think there are variants that are uh, functionally equivalent that I can look into with different names that have bypassed these weird cosmetic assault laws or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then they, they, they asked me about like getting a machine gun or something. And I was like, those are completely illegal. And yeah. they've been illegal can't even since do the it. 80s. And I was like, look, you know, it, it is a weird, circuitous, complicated. I've no, you know, like when, when I'm filling out these forms, I'm like, what is this? What is that? What is this? There's like all these mm-hmm. weird things on it. Like New Jersey doesn't make it easy. Yeah. And it still takes a long time. But uh, I was explaining to them, they, 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 a lot of you know Europeans think that in the US, everyone's got like a belt fed, <laughs> like, you know, World War II style, like, man, I wish, you know, crazy machine gun. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, there's people out there that probably have them that we don't know about. But. Well, for sure, but not everyone. Yeah. Check the story out. Check us out. Oh, oh, oh. Wow. Oh, yeah. This Six is the past three months? million guns sold mm-hmm. in three days. In, no, three months. In three months. Oh. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. It's like, whoa, that's a lot. <laughs> that would be very different. That would be worrying. <laughs> I'm like, wait, is this the same article that yeah, we're reading yeah, here? Yeah, yeah. Six million guns sold in three months. Wow. I was zoning out on that one. Yeah, it was like 1.7 million sold in May. 
which is a which is a record apparently. Wow. And forty percent are first time gun buyers. Forty percent. Forty percent. That's a lot of armed liberals. I'm almost afraid. <laughs> I well, know. there's there now, now, now. Listen, listen. listen. Trained. Let's talk about the the scary part. What's the scary part? I mean, we're we're dealing with the the like the the cost of a cost of a civil war. There's 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 the possibility that we de-escalate, but all we've ever seen is escalation, and no sign that anyone wants to give up. Like Nancy Pelosi, she's out marching in the protest right now, apparently. But oh my sh- gosh. but what? That's, a, that's our ridiculous. businesses can't reopen. Nah, it's, they it's a lie. Don't care. It's, they it's all the rules. They're just taking advantage. But yeah, that's another subject at hand, though, right? We're gonna we're gonna go into the COVID side of things later, right? Oh yeah. But well, before, sure we before, but no, before no. we move on, I, I want to talk about this 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 Black Lives Matter being uh, uh, matter being armed because that I feel like you know no one's really talking about David Dorn, you know, and he got shot and just protecting his own business. No, it's or, his friend's business. Or, 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 he worked there, yeah. I think, right, or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. So it's his friend's business. We see all these businesses being destroyed that are actually you know, black members of the community that are, are, their lives are being ruined now because of people that are marching for George Floyd. If, if they did what, what they're planning on doing, you know, and they had these armed community militias, essentially, that are protecting their own communities, a lot of that wouldn't happen anymore. You know? I have to wonder about, you know, they often say, who benefits? Yeah. yeah. It's like a lot of Always conspiracy theorists, who benefits from this? Right. Kibono. Mm-hmm. Alex Jones liked to say it. Or I don't know if he still does. I don't watch his show. But it's a good question because you look at what's happening with all these riots and you have uh, the rapper, I think his name is like Dream or something. Okay. You've got Killer Mike. You got people in Atlanta, which is like majority black businesses. I don't think it's majority, but a very, very large proportion relative to other parts of the country. Mm-hmm. And they're going around, they're burning things and, and burning things down. And who benefits the most from all the destruction in black communities? This is stopping the transfer of generational wealth. It's like you've got people who have yeah, been, right. you know, his, faced uh, historically come from oppression. And now through the civil rights and everything, we have done, we've made tremendous strides to solving a lot of these, these issues. And now we have, you know, uh, the first black president, Barack Obama. Yep. A, lot of, a lot of great things have, have come. A lot of great things are to come. And there's a lot of things we've got to solve. One of the things that's going to help uh, with equality is the transfer of generational wealth. But if you look at these communities you can see these riots break out, destroying their businesses and their livelihoods. Yep. And then it's crazy because when that rapper came out and said, dude, why are you destroying our businesses? Mm-hmm. They attacked him for it. Why? I, who benefits, see, man? Yeah, exactly. That doesn't make any sense to me. I, I have to who, imagine. Who are they fighting then, you know? I have to imagine every regular American mm-hmm. would love the idea of any other American, regardless of race, seeing prosperity and, and living the American dream. Absolutely. I know I do. It's, but that's, that's how we got to this point from people finally being like, you know, do your thing. Like that woman who was yelling in the streets like, yeah, I'm black and I'm not oppressed. I live in a country where if you have the ability to do something, you go out and do it. And, and I'm proof of that. And then that white girl is like, no, you're oppressed. <laughs> and she's like, no, I'm not oppressed. Right. I'm telling you that's right not, now, I'm care. not oppressed. Dude. I was like, wow, that, yeah. that's a boss right but, there. But I mean, look at Candace Owens, for instance. Successful. I'm assuming she's well off. I would money think wise. So. Right. And, and she says similar things. You know what, man? I get, I, I call, um, it's like Asian and Asian mixed people are uh, Heisenberg's uncertainty people of color. Okay. Or Schrodinger's people of color. 
So I, I first called it Schrodinger's people of color because you're either you are or you aren't depending on which opinion you take. Okay. And then someone said, no, it's the Heisenberg uncertainty. So basically what happens is for me, if I say to one of these people, I agree with you, then all of a sudden now they respect my family and you know my history and everything. If I say, I'm not oppressed, I disagree with you, they say, oh, because you're white. Right. So that woman, it just becomes a weird mind cognitive dissonance, mind break thing. Yeah. There's a, there's a really crazy video where there's a black cop. He's, okay. he's older. Yeah. And there's yeah. A, like a 20 year old white college girl who she says, why are you supporting white supremacy or something? And he's like, what? <laughs> I'm a cop. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. And she said, the police are racist. And he was like, what? And she was like, yes, you're being oppressed. And he was like, I grew up during civil rights. What are you talking about, little oh, white girl? But that's what they believe. That's the narrative yep. that has they, they, they can't look at anything else because then their beliefs will change. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I see like we, we when you think of millennial, you know, what does a millennial look like to you? You know, think about that. You know, uh, so that's fine. Hold that in your head. <laughs> you don't have you don't have to answer it. But then you think about what like what why we're complaining about millennials. It's like the people that feel entitled that feel like they are owed stuff and they don't have to work for it. You know, yeah. that's yep. really familiar right now because a lot of people are, are it feels like it's the same argument right now. Like, why can't we just get stuff for free? You know, yep. it's like, and it's not a race issue. That's the, that's the problem. It's not, it's not, has nothing to do with I, race. Listen, listen. It's all about, you know, the society has just fed it to us that we are owed stuff. And it's like, we're not, you got to go out and get it. You got to earn it. I have seven words for you. Go on. What is it? Google gobble. Mm-hmm. Google gobble. Uh-huh. One of us. Go on. Yes. Okay. Ah, okay. It all you makes guys, sense now. I understood the last three words. I'll, I'll you, be honest. Do you, do you know the reference to that? No, I have no idea what that means. Uh, I don't know the actual name of the film, but it's basically like a bunch of circus freaks. Okay. And a woman sits down with them and they go, Google gobble, Google gobble, one of us, one of us. Look at this video. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, but I, 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 this is relevant to what's, what, what we're talking about. Okay, yeah. Let's see you it. may have seen this oh, video. This. God, this video. Where all of these people. No. Bro, this is praying. Look at this. Let me, let me, let me, let me, I'm going to play this for you guys. And, and you're going to be unhappy that I did, but it's important <laughs> that you hear it, so I hope you're ready. Anti-blackness or violence? I will use my voice in the most uplifting way possible. And do everything in my power to educate my community. I will love my black neighbors the same as my white ones. About you know, here's, here's you know our our neighbors are black and, and they're, they're so nice. nice. Yeah, they're and great. And you know what? My other our other neighbors, they're not and they're also nice. I, I I have friends that are all sorts of races and they're they're all nice people. Like I I, I just don't he 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 could have just spoke all these words and everyone been like word. The yeah. point, right, the, makes the, sense. the point I bring up is what you just watched was a cult building exercise. I'm not like, I'm not exaggerating. No, I, I it's agree. It's literally what many cults will do to reinforce ideas is to make you repeat it. So I, I, I grew up uh, with a lot of hacker friends. Um, I used to program some stuff and in, in, uh, I would make, make little video games, very, very minor, but ultimately got more into the social engineering side of hack, the hacker community, okay. which is they call human hacking. I ultimately ended up working for nonprofits where I would, hey, come over here and sign up for Greenpeace because understanding how the human mind works I was one of the best in the nation for numerous nonprofits signing up new members. Okay. Ultimately quit because I realized they were lying about it so much. Like so much of this stuff is so evil. And I thought I was going to do good, right? But I see this stuff. 
And getting someone to repeat something is a is an anchoring technique. It's like you make them believe it by saying it. Yeah, okay. Even if you tell them, like, repeat after me. I said, you know, X, Y, and Z, it anchors it. You know, it really helps reinforce that. These are all white people. Worst of all, they're all people who are, are, are white who are like supposedly anti-racist. Yeah. The reason I bring this up in the context of what, we're, what we were just talking about before is that these people are impossible to talk to because they've been indoctrinated and they you, you can't really break them out. I guess that, I guess it's where the red pill meme kind of makes sense. Yeah. You know, you wake up to reality because you're one of these people sitting there with your, listen, man, I sent this video to my friends mm-hmm. and I was like, with no comment, I just, here's the video. Yeah. And I got crazy defense of it. Huh. No, no, they're just, they're just, uh, uh, you know, it's the people's mic, you know, you know, the people's mic is. Where you say something, they respond. That way everyone can hear it. Right. Because everyone says it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, no, that's when you're giving out information. This is like describing internal action. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I mean, you know, tons of groups do this. And I'm like, no. This is a bunch of people that already believe all this stuff. Right. So them sitting in a circle telling each other how not racist they are. <laughs> who is that helping? You, 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 you know, it? it's like. It's being spread around, and now everyone's like, whoa, that's a cult. That's very culty. You I'm know? glad they did it. Or the, the blackout thing on you know yesterday's Instagram. You know, It's yep. like all, everyone who follows everybody, already it's, it's already the circles. The circles are already kind of closed. So they're all just showing each other how virtuous they are. Yes. Like, look at this. Look how anti-racist I am. Bro, one of us. One of us. Yeah. Google gobble. Google gobble. Seeing, I, I was, I, my eyes were rolling so hard when I saw all of the blackout squares yeah. that I swear I could have generated a ton of electricity if I hooked it up to a cable. <laughs> my eyes were spinning like crazy. You mean I, hooked it up to the beanie? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm scrolling through and I'm like, mm, these people are all morons. You know, uh, you posted it, I think. The yeah. Ralph Wiggum one. Oh, yeah. That's the I'm best helping. one. Mm-hmm. I'm helping. Mm-hmm. I know. I saw you that. Saw yeah, I saw, I saw her. <laughs> I'm helping. Her, I saw her post. And so I posted this. I'm not joining your cult. And I sent that to some friends. And they were like trying to defend it. And I and I was like, just stop. Dude. Just stop. You know. I know you know. Yeah. You don't want to let it go. You don't want to admit it. Just stop. Some people, though, my friends, they were like, whoa, what's going on? Yeah. And I was like, you ever stop and think twice about what you're posting? And they're like, I don't know, man, because some people are just sitting there and they see their friend do it and they do it. I don't know. I'm just trying to fit in. Yeah. Fit yeah. Into the crowd. Well, so, so, so the reason I brought this up is because when I try talking to these people, you mentioned we were mentioning like Schrodinger's POC and stuff mm-hmm. like I was talking to, to a friend and I and, and they're defending all of this stuff. And so I sent him an article where Antifa threatened to burn down a theater okay. for an event I was organizing. All oh, right. I remember last that. year. The oh, yeah. headliner was Daryl Davis. The famous black jazz musician who de-radicalizes white supremacists. Yep. Uh, he did a lot too, right? Yeah, over 200. Ma- that's amazing. His stories are amazing. What a dude. But you know what's crazy? He's a regular guy. Yeah. And that's his, that's his thing. Like he, one of the stories he told was that he met uh, uh, a white supremacist and it turns out he was a the, the white supremacist was a big rock and roll fan. Mm-hmm. And he, he as a jazz musician had, had access to like some famous car or something. Cool. And he was like, you want to see the car? And the guy was like, what? That's so and he's cool. like, yeah. I can I can bring I can show you the actual car. I, I, I can't remember the exact story. And all of a sudden, this white supremacist had like this this like snap in his mind where he was like, "This guy's cool." Yeah, like he's giving me like this is a dream come true. You like the same things I do? What? I didn't think that was possible. Humanity? But you have different colored skin. Yeah, what the yeah. heck? Like, yeah, yeah, was, yeah, awesome, duh. Dude. yeah, yeah, duh, yeah. But so so here's what I try. I'm talking come about on. this. Can we get through? I send them the article. Okay. 
And I said, because, you know, they had been talking about Antifa and Trump and it's like exaggerated and all this stuff. And I said, well, here's what happened to me. And instead of saying, damn, bro, I'm sorry that happened to you. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what was that all about? It was a friend of mine. You know what she said to me? What? Why didn't you invite more black people? Are you serious? Not even kidding. Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? Why Someone threatened to went? burn down the theater where I was putting an event on. Why are you asking me to justify what I did or didn't do? I was like, you're victim blaming. <laughs> did you tell her that? Yeah, Good. I did. Good, I'm glad. But it doesn't matter. I, I, don't, I don't care for the idea. It's just like, I don't understand how it is that when I tell you that white people, okay, mm-hmm. I don't care that they're white, but it is part of like what you believe, threatened to burn a theater to the ground because they didn't want, it was put, the event was put on by a Jewish man, okay, an immigrant, a Mexican man. And a, uh, a Korean white mixed race person, all mm-hmm. of us. Yeah. Like, there's no like white, blue ha- blue eyed, blonde haired person organizing this. <laughs> right. So and it was here. white people threatening it. And their first reaction is justify why you did wrong. And I was like, this is crazy. Our headliner was a black man. Yeah. But there should have been more. I'm like, it was like disproportionately people of color, even organized people. Yeah. And the event was called Ending, it was called like Ending Violence, Racism, and Authoritarianism. Okay. And they threatened to burn the theater down. Mind-blowing. I was like, we literally tried putting an event where we're going to bring, you know, conservative figures, libertarian figures, even progressives to sit down and talk about these issues. That's it, though. They, the left doesn't want us together. These extremists. Right. Okay, the far yeah. left. Right, the Google Gobble people the are paying Google attention. Google Gobble? No, no, no. <laughs> no right, the Google Google Gobble, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much, yeah. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> exactly. They're not paying attention at all. Yeah, yeah. So they only get their cues from their priests from the, of their new religion. So it's funny that you mentioned that because I was actually uh, listening to them and it reminded me a lot. Some people really aren't going to like this, but it actually reminded me a lot of being in church because when you have a liturgy, the pastor reads and then the congregation repeats back. So you'll read it a lo- read along in your bulletin or in your hymnal and you... you communicate with each other that way and that is exactly what that sounds like to me like well, do they know that they've adopted a religion well, that's why I or or, or I said it. a cult yeah i mean what is the difference i think well, it is no. a cult. sorry i'll they're, say they're it, it, it is a, it is a cult religious um, is i mean being religion is a form of a cult what it's, it's i mean it's it's fine line i guess but. fine lines and and there's there's a scale for sure okay but there there isn't i'd say this is a cult and not a religion is of course cults try to use the essence of religion. Yeah, yeah. But because it's worked forever. Let's 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 talk about the Abrahamic religions. They actually got books. They got rules. They have priests who try to their best to interpret and they're it's not perfect. It's not perfect at all. But for the most part, you could actually look at the 10 commandments and be like, I have a list of things you're not supposed to do. And I see why. And you look at these people, they have no rules. There's literally nothing you can do. And that's why I say it's a cult. Because all you can do is adhere to the power structure and those who say they're in charge. Now, of course, that's true for many religions. There are people who exploit religions. But I, I look at someone like uh, Chris Pratt, apparently, is like a legit Boy Scout. Yeah. Who really does walk the walk and, and he lives like a you know good Christian and all that stuff. Okay. And there are people that uh, there are good and bad people no matter what. So when I, I agree with that. I, I grew up uh, Catholic for the first, you know, I think I, sixth grade was the first grade I left Catholic school and went to public school. Okay. And there's just people, man. There are some people who try to live right and and do good by what their teachings are. And there are some people who pretend to and exploit it. The problem with this is it's a bunch of people not paying attention and a bunch of people exploiting it. 
there are some the people who aren't paying attention don't study don't read anything they're not telling you you know uh we want to do right by these people for these reasons i believe the term is sheeple uh, yep, yeah that's a good term they're oh, the ones oh. watching mainstream media believing everything that it says oh <gasps> that's what's going on wow oh, yeah i believe everything it's not mm-hmm. even it's not even so much that i think it's that they know who their priests are and as long as they heard it from them they'll stick to it and mm. a lot of their priests are are brands and marketing companies and weird things like that. Good point. So 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 here's where I would separate the two because I, I got to admit I'm I'm no I'm no fan of organized religion. I'm not practicing. I'm not part of it. I have my own you know spiritual beliefs or whatever. Same. But this is exploitation for political power. Yep. Which we've seen in the past from religions. Mm. And so maybe we could argue this is the emergence of something which will eventually become, you know, a hard book that you must you know follow by. Mm. For the time being, it's a cult. I just, you know, I remember talking to some early, some friends who weren't paying attention and I said, what they're doing is cult-like behavior. And they, no, no, no. And then like a year later, they're like, you were right. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a cult. That's pretty they, culty. Right they there. go around beating people. Mm-hmm. Not all of them. The armed, the armed ideo- ideologues of the group. And you can argue the same thing about religion. Okay, go for it. You want to argue the same thing about, about religion, bro. That means you are all the things you're complaining about. So if you want to argue that, that's fine. But the, the point I was getting at in the beginning when I brought this up was that trying to talk to somebody to explain to them what's really going on in the world, they've, their blinders are on, completely just shut out from everything. Yeah, I got here and you were like, take those blinders off, Adam. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 no. Oh, now I see everything. Oh, I wish I did. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't even think it was really. <laughs> I know, I'm just joking. No, there are some people I know who like, you know, man, some of my friends who have gone off the rails man it's so hard to see yeah. dude i know you told me certain stories well, we did we did some segments yeah. about it yeah but there yeah. there are some people i see him posting and it's like the people these are people i it's like the google gobble people I, I i think are the reason i say that is because they're they're not thinking about what they're doing mm-hmm. what they're following why they're following it they just like being a part of the winning team i guess it's mob mentality really it's all it is so when you try to talk to them and say like here's a piece of evidence their brain shatters Yep. It's like all of a sudden, this thing they, that made them feel good and welcome and accepted is, is busted, is broken. They get angry about it. it it's, it's very, very religious. It very is. It, it really is. And I'll tell you the, the one big difference. You, we can argue everything about historical re- religions with actual texts and history and everything. And why that's, that's probably not still a good enough argument. But I'll tell you this. If you are a Christian, if you are a Muslim, if you are Jewish, if you are, I don't know, Confucian is that, is that <laughs> yeah. something and, it, you, no, okay. and you were violent and trying to force your ideology on other people we got problems agreed if you are any one of those religions and you want to chill and have a conversation about it let's do hey, it come on over yeah man I had somebody knock on the door uh, this is really funny it was a, a group of I think it was Jehovah's Witnesses okay. oh yeah no I think it was it was, or do they wear the suits no no it was little girls I, but I, oh. I don't know I don't know what religion it was huh but uh, it was like uh, teenage girls maybe like 14 or 15 knocked on the door and I saw outside on my street a bunch of people with Bibles and I'm like, okay, uh, what is this? And they asked me if I had time to talk about, you know, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It wasn't soy Jesus? It wasn't soy Jesus, unfortunately. Mm, And I said um, a little bit uh, and they asked me if I was Christian or anything. I said I wasn't and to be honest, I didn't want to waste their time because I'm not interested, but I will pass along a compliment that one of the most important uh, tenets of our uh, constitutional democratic republic. Mm-hmm. I'll be very specific because I know people get you know freedom, angry. Freedom of religion. No, no, it's uh, uh, 
the the uh, presumption of innocence mm. is a foundation of our country, and it's rooted in the story of I, be, I believe it's Sodom and Gomorrah, mm-hmm. and I don't know I, it's been a while, but you know this probably way better than I do about. Um, if there is but one righteous person, right. I will spare the city. Right. Yeah. So, what, what is that story? Tell the story. So with Sodom and Gomorrah, what um, was basically done is the number of men who needed to be righteous for the city to be saved was negotiated from a high number to a very, very, very low number. And if you know anything about the story, there was not even that number of good people in the city. So yeah. The so the city's out. got purged. Yeah, they got a little but the, bit the purged. But the gist of the story was basically... You know, God's all like, I'm gonna blow this place up. And the dude's like, but what if there's like 50 good people, yeah. 100 good people? 100. And he was like, okay, well, if there's 100, I won't do it. Well, what if there was 50 good people? Mm-hmm. God's like, okay, if we're 50, I wouldn't. Right. And eventually goes down to one. If there's one innocent person, I will not destroy it. And then like, I guess what was like the good people got saved or something. So they fled the city. Yeah. And it, then God uh, was like, boom, yeah, blew it up. <laughs> blew the whole thing up. And I think it was 10. I don't think it was just one. I think it was oh, okay, 10. okay. Yeah. But it was very, very few. But yeah, so so in that regard... Think about that story and how, you know, from that, you have the story of the righteous people must be saved. You cannot even kill. Like, there's a whole city that that needs to be punished and it's full of sin. But if there's one innocent person, you can't do it. Hmm. We got Blackstone's formulation. It is better that 10 guilty persons escape than one innocent suffer. We got Ben Franklin taking it up saying 100 guilty persons escape than one innocent suffer. And I stand here proud as those, you know, those ideas have passed through our legal system and need to be protected at all costs. And it's got a story in the Bible. So I look at that and I'm like, those are good things that protect the innocent. You look at what these people are doing and they're chanting Google gobble over and over again. And there's nothing going on in, 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 in those ideas. But also a really important point someone mentioned in the, in the comments, which really, you know, draws that line between the two is separation of church and state. Right. Um, yeah. Yep. I believe that. We can absolutely see and fight when certain ideological views based on religion try to permeate in our government. And because our government was for the longest time comprised of people who are overwhelmingly Christian, Mm -hmm. it did pass through. And over time, that's actually changed. Morality laws have gone away. You know, clothing laws have changed. And that's because we have this separation. But this is not this is not legally defined as a religion because it's an ideology, which means it is leaking into our government and it is now affecting our laws and things make no sense anymore, like mm-hmm. the multi-gender thing. All of a sudden now in New York, you can be literally any gender. You can make it up. Or, and it's not or exaggeration. You can be, you can be uh, an animal. Yeah. Well, yeah. At te- technically, yes. Uh, in New York, they define gender identity as self-expression. Okay. Yep. That's it. Because mm-hmm. how else do you define it? What, what's the difference between uh, uh, you know, a, a woman who's gender neutral, who's got a short haircut, and is wearing like a sleeveless, you know, black t-shirt and jeans. And a woman who is self-identified as female, knows nothing of any of this stuff, and is wearing the exact same clothes, the same haircut. You wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Right. Unless they told you because they self-identify. So the law comes out. So this is what you end up getting when there's no separation between the Google gobble people and, and the government. You end up with the changing of words and definitions which alter the laws overnight. Well, thankfully, this video isn't from like a government f- faction of some sort. Yes. Yeah, but just a bunch of people showing up to but, to show how but their, the, their support in this way. But, I they, guess, right? but, but, but yeah. this ideology is already in government. Like I, I remember I was at like a Wendy's in, in Pennsylvania or something. Okay. And on the wall, like when you walk on the left was like their statement of like equal rights and all that. And it included all of this gender ideology and other stuff. And I'm like, Hmm. That's just weird. Yeah. It's like, I, I get it that we don't really have to worry about it. Like, it's a fair point to say 
there's there's rarely, if ever, a dude walking in the woman's bathroom just as a woman trying to you know pretend to be trans or something. If a dude really wanted to go in, they just do it. You know, there's other ways that guys. That's a good can, point. So I right, I, I think it's a silly argument when they're like, oh no, what if men do these things? Well, what do they do them now? I mean, oh, whatever. But the, the, the issue is... They probably do do them. They you know? do, and they've probably yeah. always done it. Exactly. The issue is um, legal protections, like um, school programs for women mm-hmm. and sports programs for, I should say, females, for biological females. Right. So this is where the civil rights are being destroyed by this ideology. So and, I'll tell you straight women, up, man. women's rights also. Yeah, seriously. That's what I mean. Like, but but it's civil rights as a whole. You're right, yeah. If, if, if you could identify as anything you want, mm-hmm. then you can be transracial. Yep. And there are people who are are actively doing this. Yep. And there was, what was it, Brown University allows you to, to identify as POC if you'd like? I think so, yeah. yeah. That sounds I right. I think it was Brown. It's absolutely nuts. It's like you just fell in a form like, I am a POC. There you go. And then you can ask for the benefits that come along with it. And I'm like, well, then why? It's, just, it's, a, it's ridiculous. Yep. What did people fight for? Seriously. I guess the issue is because um, now you're basically taking away the protections by opening up to everybody. Right. Yeah. So I don't know how you solve for that. I guess you got to create a special, special programs for certain individuals, or, or it can't be done. There's no, there's no point at which you can rest and say we've accomplished civil rights because it's always changing. Yeah. Like so, we heard about the civil, the, the slippery slope argument from conservatives 20 years ago. Like if oh if we enact gay marriage, this is what comes next. Some of these things have come next. Yeah, okay. I mostly don't care about a lot of these things. Like, if somebody wants to use the bathroom, it's like, you're, if or you're, if they want to identify as a deer, like, okay, yeah, I don't care. I don't care. Right, that's you do fine. You, boo. Yeah, don't don't power trip. Exactly. But if, there, there, but there, know. there is a fair point about the slippery slope that's come, you know, twenty years ago, and it's still here today. Yeah, is about like, will we have to create uh, a new sporting division for deer? Probably. If they want to identify as a deer and yeah. compete in yep. sports, then yeah, I don't see why not. And they take not. like, you know, deer hormones deer or something. Deer jump really well, so. Sure. What about the tiger person? Remember the tiger person Mm-mm. that got surgically altered to look like a tiger? Oh. No, I must have missed Some, that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was back lost. when I had my blinders on. Oh, gosh. No, the, the, this, was a fa- this is a famous uh, TV show personality and like oh, I, well-known I, figure. I, I don't know. Got like the mouth it. split, got face tattoos oh. of tiger and got oh. fake whiskers put in. And uh, I believe was a was a was a transgender trans species she tiger. Wow! Not exaggerating at all. Oh man. Okay. So so do we re- do we recognize other? I, I have to see this. Hold yeah on. yeah yeah. Look it up. Wait yeah. So I, and I mean this. With, I mean this with, with the utmost respect. No disrespect. These are legitimate questions. I'm trying to ask. I'm not trying to be mean to anybody. I legitimately am curious if other kin will become um, protected under the law, because if the law in New York says self expression is part of the definition of gender identity, then if your self-expression is that you are a, you know, dragon lord named Xentheon. That's pretty cool, actually. That sounds good. Well, yeah, man. I mean, you know, you want to be dragon lord and you, you get like, you know, you, you wear a wingsuit and you have a scepter and a helmet and you walk around saying you are Xentheon, the human form of the dragonborn, and, you, and, and that's your name. To what extent do I have to partake? What you, I, I think it's... Um, I, have, I have expected a uh, Skyrim shout. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You walk into Starbucks. What can I get you for? <laughs> what can I get you, sir? Foos. Raw. Uh, and then the guy's like. Uh, the cup just goes flying off. Yeah. No. You, you, are, you, are you implying the other kid actually has the shout powers? No, no. But um, Dragonkin. Yes. Maybe. Dra- Dragonborn. Dragonborn. Yeah, Hasn't yeah, been yeah. proven yet. But so maybe. so uh, <laughs> I think it was Jordan Peterson who said, to, to what extent do I have to entertain your... Yeah. What did, what did he call it? Where do you draw the line? He didn't call yeah. it a fantasy. He was very Someone nice, very accommodating. Yeah. But he's like, 
where does my right to call call it like I see it end? Where yeah. Does, where does it end? So where if we say, yeah, yeah, basically bordering on freedom of speech. Like yeah. Where where does that end? Well, that, know, was because his, that was that's point. What it is it essentially? Is murky. Yeah. It okay. Really is. Legitimate question because uh, the argument, I, and I've heard the answers, and I'll give them to you. The first question is if you want to identify as the as something else, mm-hmm. and right now you know transgender is the thing. They say, well, that literally exists within you, the DNA for this, the, you know, it's part of being human. Right. But we're also, we're related to every animal if you trace it back far and enough. That's the, so so yeah. we're, that's we're the related argument. to a banana. That's Interesting the, well, so point. We have the same, Funny you bring that I identify up, as a banana. Indeed. Well, so this is the other argument, right? So the argument, <laughs> the, the response is, you know, when you say, why would I have to entertain your, you know, identity? Right. You know, why can't I call you what I want? And they say, it's respectful. And then they argue, the, the next argument was transracialism. Well, the people who are transracial are, are, are asking for the exact same thing. They say, oh, well, but they're not really that race. Wait, so that woman who was the leader of, of that uh, organization, and turns out she, yeah, the, Rachel so, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she turned out she wasn't actually black. Ooh, yeah. blonde. Well, actually, she identified as black, yeah. she does. which is actually that's, very true. And that's what she does. Yeah. That, that's not what she says. She's transracial. Ah. And... I was actually making a joke, but and yeah, and no. if anybody can <laughs> be a, if anyone can be Ooh. a POC, then then what are we supposed? How, how do we? What do we do? Like there's no honestly, more civil rights, right? It's, it's honestly, it's like uh, getting rid of minorities. I don't yeah, see it, it is as that. I, I don't see that as an issue. I think we're all humans anyway. So so this it's is like all right. I'm so kinda, this is kind of with it. This is the weird thing that happens then. If you're a social liberal who thinks there really are things we can do to benefit people mm-hmm. of like marginalized classes or whatever, you legitimately think so. There's a light approach to it. What's the solution? Class-based issues seems to be the best you know solution. It's uh, helping with education and with investments and helping generational wealth and things like that. If you want to destroy civil rights, what do you do? Make sure everyone has access to every program for every marginalized group. And be, because uh, what is it saying when everyone's special, no one no will one be. is special, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's what's happening. So that's why I, it brings me back to the first segment we did about Black Lives Matter. Who benefits the most from everything that's happening? I got to be honest, it's not the left. I mean, if, if the left's really their goal is ultra traditional, you know, militaristic uh, government and the the removal of civil rights law, it's like hey, keep going, man. <laughs> that's that's not what I'm about. Yeah. Right. That's what they're doing. So now, um, if, you think, if you think about it, we don't even have a female athletics division anymore. You know, when was that? What was that created? The female athletic division? Yeah. It was probably with, was like, 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 with, with like Title IX or something, I imagine. Yeah. Or was that? Yeah. So you, you, you have a special sporting division for women because women don't do well against men. Mm-hmm. And then they erase it. And now males are competing against females again. Or I'm I'm sorry, males are just competing and females are being pushed out. Yeah. So if if we go down that route, why? If, look, man, when money's involved, why wouldn't you know the female division just be trans athletes? And if that's what if that's what society wants, I don't, whatever, I guess. Yeah. Eventually, all all the women are going to be pushed out because they're not physically built like a, a biological male. Yeah. The Olympics are, are are supposedly going to be allowing transgender athletes. I think that's ridiculous. Uh, and that's going to result in look. If every country wants the gold, you know, the gold from the Olympics, mm-hmm. well, then of course they're going to choose the best path towards victory. Yeah. So they're going to seek out the best of the best. And I look at uh, there's an interesting argument there about basketball. Okay. The argument is basketball is disproportionately uh, one race. I think it's disproportionately black. Okay. Yeah, for sure. 
and disproportionately height advantaged. No one complains about it. Well, that makes sense. It makes perfect sense. Right. So that's the argument. They say no one complains that there's no rules protecting short people. Do you want to create a short division for basketball where only people for 5'10"? <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's ridiculous, right? Uh, yeah, so, it is. It's a f- silly-sounding basketball team. So the argument from them is... Uh, You've got to be under five foot to be on our team. If we don't have the same protection for people who just happen to be too short to play, and you end up with, a, with, a, with sports that are dominated by people who only are fortunately one body type, hmm. it's actually more fair because now, think about it. How many people are over, you know six foot five very 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 few people true right so you've created you've created a sport because there's no there's no rules that disproportionately advantages a tiny micro fraction of the population what's the difference you're right well that's the argument they bring up yeah and it's like do we you you, you know what they're actually arguing though for right what is de-gender like like equity in sports in basketball and football could you imagine if they were, if they actually implemented rules where it's like the N- NBA teams had to be half female, oh boy, it would basically just be the guy, like <laughs> it should be the guys playing against each other for the most part. You just make the teams a little smaller. So good look. fundamentals, though. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Futurama joke. Yeah. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't know where that argument takes you in the end. Um, I see the point, but there are a lot of sports that don't have these advantages, and and you can also point out, you know, Muggsy Bowes mm-hmm. in. Uh, in, in, in the NBA, what was he like five three? Yeah, we brought him up before, and he's somebody who who earned it through merit and ability. But then they just say like, what's one one person out of how many? Mm-hmm. And so yeah, NBA just keeps trying to find the best of the best. And if that's the point, then why wouldn't someone find the best of the best for women's all, sports? All things, all things. Yeah, exactly. How about all things? Meritocracy. So I guess the the main issue though is men and women can both be very tall. And here's the counter to that. The NBA is comprised of the best physically fit mm-hmm. and the best physically applicable of the males and the best physically fit, fit and applicable of the females. We still separate based on gender because of the uh, the bell curve for both genders being more, like you're, you're more likely to be um, like your own biological sex than the other. Okay. So we separate for that reason. But the, you know, the counter argument is, yes, sports choose the best of the best. Mm-hmm. Your point? Yeah. Why, why? We're not going to allow, you know. Well, if I'm going to watch a sport, I want to see the best of the best compete. Yeah. Capitalism, baby. And so the issue there is uh, watching someone who's biologically male compete against females is not giving you the best of the best for females. No. And so you don't get to see the best females in the sport. Mm-hmm. You get to see the best. You, you get to see a male who didn't make it or or isn't competing in the male division or whatever for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't want to imply that they were doing it to. Right, right, right. But I mean, is, I, I mean. I'm sure that happens, though. Man, I'm not the best in the male side, but I can identify as women because I already know that I can. I'm better than that best, the best female. I think I, I'm not saying it happens either, but I would not be surprised. Well, I think, and I have a feeling a lot more people think that there are a few cases where the individuals aren't on any therapies or treatments. Okay, that makes me wonder. But the, like, that's like two of most of the cases we've seen. Most mm-hmm. of the cases we've seen where a transgender male athlete beats the females is they're they're legit transitioning. Yeah, and there have been only rare, rare, like there's a few instances of people who are really exploiting it. I'm not going to name them because they don't deserve to be named. But right. oh yeah, some nasty people, oh, nasty yeah. nasty people. Yeah. yeah. Well, I see a lot of uh, female athletes that are speaking out against it because they're pissed. Right. They're like, understandably, wow, how can we compete? This isn't fair. Like we're 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 the top of our class, 
and we're being outclassed completely so by biological males let's yeah. just remove all restrictions for all sport you're playing basketball you can have a hockey stick and roller skates and trampolines get thrown on the field no rules what are the rules who wins i have no idea but it looks crazy I'll just go for it. That sounds fun, Anarchy. actually. Anarchy sports. <laughs> just total chaos. Calvin it's a Ball. field. And we show up and watch people do weird things. And they, for some reason, there's a common theme of throwing balls through other holes, like through holes <laughs> of some sort. What's that What's that movie we just watched with the, is it The Hunt? The Ringer. Oh, The, the hunt? Ringer? No, no, no. Where the, they put a box of guns and stuff. Oh, the hunt. yeah. That, in the hunt. the hunt. That's how we'll, we'll do sports. You just, we'll just <laughs> drop a bunch of players on a field. Have a box full of things. And just full of open it up. No, the, soccer balls, football, soccer balls, yeah. footballs, rugby. You know, yeah. And and, and there'll there'll be hoops everywhere, and there'll be yeah. goals, and just, just go, just do it. That'd actually be a funny sport. That'd be, yeah, that'd be but fun. You, you gotta understand, people get good at that. I know that's like, true. You know, they would figure out which balls to throw. Mm-hmm. They would have teams. They'd be like, okay, when we go for it, it'd be like a relay. We'll call yeah. it all ball. Yeah, you're gonna have a. Yeah. That's actually a cool game. I kind of like it. All right, you're welcome. So, because think, think about it this way, you'll have special people who are and, just like their wide receivers. Was, that was the day all ball was born. All ball, oh. <laughs> it's a big crate. You know, it just opens just, up and there's a bunch, and it's then it's loaded. And it's also dodgeball. Yes, it's also, also dodgeball. Dodge. You get hit by it, you're done. <laughs> yes. That would, this that, is good. That'd actually be a funny well, let's, game. Let's keep this going. Yeah. We can talk about this later. Yeah, man. Brainstorming. <laughs> right. no, no. I love it. Well, we actually had a bunch of more important breaking news. Whatever. That we, yeah. we didn't get to. Oh, <laughs> important stuff to talk about? Uh, no. Yeah, but but I think uh, I'm glad we, we, we you know, I had fun talking about the things that we did. So um, I'll just let you guys know. The, uh, the, 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 the <laughs> Hashtag we, all ball. Yes, we're, we're, I love it. All ball? I love the chat. Hey, all chat. Ball. Hold on. This is for you. Wait, okay, let me get the wide. Let me get the I'm wide shot. We're gonna. Yeah. There this we go. is for you, chat, because you guys are great. Spin it. <laughs> love it. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. Now we may continue. Tim. Okay. Let us continue. So, uh, <laughs> three other cops in the George Floyd uh, Floyd case have been charged with aiding and abetting a murder. All right, and Derek Chauvin's charge is raised from third to second degree murder. Good. All now face 40 year terms. Wow. No, I'm not. Look, I, I think the uh, there's real questions about second degree murder charge for Chauvin because apparently he knew the guy. Yeah. Exactly. That's where it gets weird. Exactly. I mean, he knew, well, well, he knew him. They, so they've, they haven't gone as far as say that he knew him, but they said that he. The owner of the nightclub came out and said they both worked for me for a year. They were both security guards. They didn't, I didn't, she said she didn't see them interact, but she knew that the cop was a hothead. He was macing people regularly. Wow. Holy cow. And then the other dude worked inside. So they were, you know, they weren't in the same. One was other. like door security. One was like indoor security to like have to haul people out. I think yeah. that was George. And uh, so, but I mean, they worked there for her for a while. You know what, man? I, I got to say, if you go to a jury mm-hmm. and say these two guys work together for a year yeah. and they may not have interacted. I think a reasonable Ooh, yeah. person's going to be like, "Come on, yeah, sure. exactly." Come on. Well, you worked at a, it's, well. She it's, said she listen. didn't know. That's that's right, all I, I was saying. Yeah. She wasn't sure if they had right, interacted, right. but they both worked there for a year. So right. here's, come yeah. on, you work at a place, you know the people Ex- that work there. Exactly. The point I'm bringing up is, she can say she's not sure, mm-hmm. but a reasonable person's going to be like, "Nah." Like if you worked at a big office yeah. building, and then he killed the guy. Yeah. Right. Come on. But th- but that's why I think there there may actually be an, you know here, here here's the reason I bring this up. There's often these cases where they try and give really harsh charges Mm -hmm. that never stick. And they wonder why these cops don't get convicted. And they say it's because the system's protecting itself. And it's Mm -hmm. like, there's a little bit of that maybe. Or the charges were too too vicious. Exactly. Excuse me, that didn't stick because of that. If somebody... 
in a lot of these circumstances, you have a cop mm-hmm. who freaks out, kills somebody, and they say, murder. And it's like, first of all, you have to consider that police are trained for lethal situations, yep. which means they're not going out for the most part with the intent to actually kill people. And also, they actually deal with lethal situations. Right. No, it's not like it just suddenly sprung on them. They're trained and they actually have to deal with this a lot. So they go into every situation thinking that, you know, like I got to be prepared just in case this turns into a lethal, you know, situation. So like, you know, you got to, you got to look at both sides of that. But the fact that they knew, they knew each other. Right, right, right. So here's the point I was making. When it comes to the line of duty, Mm -hmm. You might be able to get a manslaughter charge, negligent homicide or something like that, depending right. on your jurisdiction, because you can't ask someone to take a lethal weapon and enter situations where they may die and then call it premeditated murder yep. yeah. when someone dies. That is That's why I was saying it should be manslaughter from the beginning. No, no, no. This shouldn't be. Well, no. This is before I'm finding out. Right, in the right, beginning, right, exactly. I was like, it's clearly manslaughter. Least, in, yeah. the, in the least, right. it's manslaughter. Because the guy died you, in his... And and and, he, yeah. and so here's why I would say that you have a responsibility. So, so with with great power comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. Yes, I understand you're entering a situation. You have lethal force. You might use it. It might be wrong. And if you get it really wrong, well, you're still responsible. Some, someone said this in chat the other day, and, and it's a common saying: you're responsible for every every you know uh, discharge of your weapon. You're responsible for every bullet and where it ends up. I think that's true for anyone that is holding a gun in their hands. Exactly. Exactly. And guess what? The cops still get leeway because we ask them to do it for us. Right. In this instance, this dude had a guy with his knee on his neck, not supposed to do that. Yep. And he said, don't do that. Everybody in our chat was saying, no way, don't do that. Never supposed. We we, we had a bunch of people in super chat who were prison guards. Mm -hmm. We had uh, law enforcement, military, and they all said, no way, man. We were never told to do that. And yet. On, there have been people that are tweeting me in the Minneapolis police book. They have like some statues of that this could be the case. Like you could do this in certain situations for kneeling on someone's neck. Yeah, and it's like wow. I'm like I can't believe I'm actually reading this. You know? Yeah. I mean, could it have been falsified? Like someone could have like made it up and like put it out there. Like, look, you know, see, he was doing whatever. You know, so. This is all hearsay as far as I'm concerned, but I am seeing that now. And it's like, is that really the case? I don't know. So but the, 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 my point, though, is if that is the case, then that's basically them trying to get him off the charges. If right. they, if they said, well, look, yep. it's in the book. See, oh, he was just following the, the book that, that we have written. It's like, but I'm, I'm saying come worse, on. Than, worse than that. I think sometimes you might see trumped up charges as a way to get him off. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Right. So you've you've got a cop who accidentally kills somebody, Mm -hmm. and it's clearly not going to fall under the statute, and the jury can't convict because it doesn't meet the guidelines. Right. So this is what people don't understand when it goes to a jury trial. They say the question, you know, the jury has to answer is under, you know, say like first degree murder. Did he, you know, premeditate and intend to kill this individual? And immediately the jury's like, well, no, of course not. Right. That's it. Not guilty. So you got to make sure you charge them appropriately. Yeah, and it's it's not definitely. A, but people people what like the sound of first degree murder, you know, as opposed to second degree or third degree, they think it just sounds like you're going harder against them. It's like no, it's just the appropriate charge, right? And that's that's so, important if if we're gonna get justice for George, it's like which I I want justice for George. I don't think these other cops should be getting forty year terms. That to me is crazy. I'm not a fan of what they did. Uh, these other cops who were kneeling on his back, uh, they should have known better. Yep. 
And there, in, in my opinion, that would be like a manslaughter. Yeah. Because they were actually, you know, they were challenging the guy and he was telling them, like, basically shut up. So they the, co- still, the other cops were standing there challenging him. Like, so, you, so, should, you should get off. Right. So basically there's like uh, statements from some documents where the guy's like one of the cops is like, he's like, he's, he's not even resisting anymore. And he's like, so what? Leave him where he is. And they're like, OK. So there's a problem. It, it, it is tough. I, I think four years is a bit harsh for people being stupid. But it, it, it is fair to point out just following orders is no excuse. No. You're and, kneeling. And on people s- being stupid leading yeah. to a death is a little bit different than people being stupid and yeah. anything else happening. Yeah. But I do think it isn't, isn't a death of a human. You know, yeah. I do find 40 years extreme. Like, so, so we have this, uh, well, it says, it says here the most severe charges right. carry a maximum sentence of 40 right, years. Right, right, right. So they wouldn't get 40 years, you know, there's that story of the, the two lawyers who apparently threw a Molotov cocktail and it was uh, it was like a 30-year-old woman and a 32-year-old guy. Oh, yeah. You were yeah. telling me about this earlier. In New York. And they were lawyers, man. They had everything in front of their... Their lives were... That's, that's a great life. They know how the law works. They had a great life. Mm-hmm. Man, they fought so hard. They did everything right. Now they're lawyers. And then and they, they chose to day. make Molotov cocktails. Just, yep. To do what? I don't know. So... But the, the reason I bring that up is these cops who are being charged now and face up to 40 years. Okay. One day... They walked into work. Everything was normal. They probably had a couple donuts and a coffee, and life was great. Mm-hmm. In a moment's notice, in a flash, now they're facing prison. They're getting death threats. People are calling for their heads, and their life is forever changed. And that's, that, that should be a warning to people. You can't take things for granted. You've got to be responsible for yourself. You've got to know what you're doing. You've got to know what you're getting into. And I take this stuff seriously, man. I get really, really angry when people play stupid games near me. Yeah. When I'm in a car and someone's got road rage, I'll, fr- I'll sh- shut your mouth yep do not put me in your stupid situation if it's a lottery ticket chance someone throws a brick at the car i don't want to i don't want to or win pulls that a gun and just starts right. blindly shooting at you that's chicago yeah. those are the chicago rules yep you, you know i know too many people in chicago who would run their mouths and then what happens is they're shooting on the highway yeah or getting rammed into or a fight breaks out and i'm like or I run don't, off the road i, I almost got run over the road some people were crazy it's all chicago's crazy man it's a crazy i was place. i was hanging out with some skateboarders mm-hmm. in the south suburbs and just because they're stupid moron uh, punks, yeah. this is what really got me away from the more far left anarcho punk people. They saw some jocks, they said. And so they went and got weapons from their trunk what? and then chased them off. And I was like, yo, what are you doing? It's like, we were here to skate. Yeah. Like, those guys weren't doing anything. And they're like, who cares? They're jocks. And I'm like, I care. Yeah. And I was like, I'm out of this, man. I wanna, I'm not, I'm not going ha- to hang out with you, man, if you play stupid games. There's no reason to be that. So you see these two, these, these, these two lawyers. Stupid games, man. Could you imagine what's going through their mind? Think about this. One day you wake up, you know, you make a pot of coffee, you hang out with your friends, you watch, uh, I don't know, what, what's what's hot on Netflix? Tiger King. Yeah. You just finished the final episode, I guess. No, that was that, that was, was April. Was kind of March. Yeah, that was yeah, April. Yeah, that was a while back. All right, so, so whatever it is, these these you know these dumb New York hipsters are doing. Space Force. Space Force is that a show? I don't know. That just came out. <laughs> They're eating pizza. I haven't given it a shot yet. They're eating a pizza. These two lawyers, and then they see riots breaking out. Okay. And so they're like, yo, let's put some, let's make some Molotovs, huh? And then they go and do it. And just like that, they drive up in a car and that one thin line was crossed and their lives are over. Rightly so. Yeah. Stupid games, stupid prizes, man. Yeah, that's how decisions work. And so, you know, I bring it back to this. Like, it's just, it's just an idea I've been thinking about with like how easily your life will end when you do something dumb. It's easy to see in the riots. I wonder if this woman or this man was an unwitting 
moron. Like the guy, the guy drove, drove, drove apparently. I wonder if she was like, come on, come on, let's do this. Drive. He's like, okay. And he just went along with it. I'm not saying it's, it's true. I'm just saying you can't, you know, ignore responsibility for what's happening around you. So with these cops, they're getting charged. I'm not surprised. Yep. When, when you are kneeling on someone's back mm-hmm. and you say he's not resisting and the guy says, I don't care, you push him off. There was, you, you see that video where Agreed. the cop... Yeah, you, you're absolutely cop, right. You see that video where the cop is kneeling on the guy's neck in the riot and they're screaming, get his knee off his neck and then the other cop grabs his knee and pulls him off. Awesome. Yep, there you go. I was like, that's how easy it is. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Yeah, just like that. Yeah, you're Arrest right. Arrest the rioter. But these, these other cops, they were, the, they were just mindlessly derping along. Oh, my boss said so. Just laying this guy's back was dying. That's messed up, man. Yep. So the, the, the medical examiner said that it wasn't strangulation. It was a combination of the restraint and pre-existing medical conditions. And then I guess two pathologists uh, concluded that it was pressure on, I guess, the carotid or the arteries to the neck. Basically, it would, it's, it's not strangulation. Mm-hmm. It's like when you, when you compress you someone. You cut the blood off from and the brain. Then they mm-hmm. die. Yeah. yeah. And that's what he did. That's how that works. So now... So let's talk about, you know, we'll, we'll wrap this up with the last point about him knowing him and now second degree murder. Now, before before we move on from this, though, I do want to ask the question. People are riding for this, right? Mm-hmm. Now, were, were these guys, all these cops, I mean, were they going to face these charges anyway? Are people going to no. be like, if we didn't riot as crazy as we did, would this have happened? I got it. I'm curious, you know, yeah. because it wouldn't. They, and, and you know what? It wouldn't have happened. They wouldn't have arrested they wouldn't, him. They would not have arrested him. Not the same. They wouldn't have arrested him. No. Okay. So here's what needs to happen from this point forward. Mm-hmm. If I was, if I was the mayor of Minneapolis, you know what I'd say? What? I'd walk out and I'd say, "This man will be arrested and charged based upon the evidence presented in front of us, okay. and we will address the situation brought up to all of us. If there is a riot, he will be released immediately, and all charges will be dropped." Oh. Due to conflict of interest, and we will not, we will not capitulate to threats of violence from anyone anywhere. Mm. And mark my words, from this day forward, if you ever riot in response to this, we will drop all charges immediately on these officers. What and like let them out? I'm, I'm, I'm I am exaggerating quite a bit, yeah. but the point I'm trying to make is, these people are rioting, and the government said, whatever you want. You, you, you know, they just told the rioters, what? Do, do it again. You want. Yeah. Do it again. Who said that? The government. The government said, we're so sorry, rioters. You can do whatever you want. And because you did, we will give you what you asked for. You don't negotiate with terror. Look at what's happening about the COVID. But they are. The law-abiding. That's what that is then. Right? The law-abiding citizens Mm -hmm. who. Have been staying in for months. Who shut their businesses Mm -hmm. and then legally went out and said, we want our businesses back. Or, Or just, I want to go to church. Yeah. Seriously, yep. they were they were smeared and defamed and insulted. Yeah, and the people who broke the rules and broke the law were defended. That's what you've learned, and that is a dangerous precedent in our society. That yep. the terror works, man. Seems seems it reminds like me it. of that Star Trek episode where Data asks Picard, you know, if we condemn terrorism, why is it so often that it, it throughout history it works? And then Data gives him examples, and Picard's like, I don't know. You know, some of the most difficult questions that we've, we've fought, you know, yeah, that, was a good, that was a good episode, a real good episode. Yeah. yeah because Data's unfortunately good. these people know South Park did that episode where they talked about terrorism. Mm-hmm. And then in the end, Comedy Central bleeped the whole speech because basically he was like, I learned something today that if you engage in violence and fear and threaten people, they'll give you whatever you want. And it works and all this other stuff. Oh man. Yep. Dangerous thinking. 
Yeah. And this is what we're getting out of this. And I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. If they if, if they had come out immediately and said, you know, listen, if there's ever an instance where this occurs and you peacefully protest and march to the streets, we will listen. If you riot, we shut it down immediately. We'll let them go. Keep rioting all you want, man. But I'll tell you what, we cannot have a society where you threaten small business owners and regular people where a 77 year old retired police chief dies because he got the David Dorn story. He got a call. Yeah, it's sad. And he went to check it out and they killed him for some TVs. Now we have 13 plus people who have died and they're going, the rioting worked. Oh, that's great. All you do is walk over some corpses to get what you wanted. Isn't that, isn't that, isn't that great? Yeah. More people died. We can't have it, man. So I don't know if the solution actually is to say, we'll cut them loose if you riot. But the point I'm making is you can't give the, t- the, the, the rioters what they want. Then they'll riot more because w- w- what happened? They rioted and said, here's what we want. So they gave it to them. They rioted more. Okay, we'll up the charges. They rioted more. And then they said, we want first degree murder. It's like, are, you, are we negotiating here, dude? Is that what's happening? Yeah, we're negotiating. You're destroying businesses, setting fires across the country. And that's your negotiation. Killing your own people too. Seriously. Killing people. Good point. Yeah. Good point, Tim. Fight to sneeze now. Oof. Anyway, man, uh, I'll wrap it up with this. In foreign countries, Middle East, if an American gets kidnapped, you know what the U.S. government promises? Dropping the hammer on them. We we promise that a helicopter will fly over where you live and a bunch of commandos will jump down and execute everybody in that facility. That's the promise you get. Those are our deliverables. Let's do it. So they they don't like kidnapping Americans. Do you know what you like Germany and Spain say? What? We will pay immediately. Well, then. so they love kidnapping them, but those people are safe, and then they pay for it. No, man. So I, I went through that hostile environment uh, action, whatever it's called, training. Yeah, and they told us straight up that if you are captured, and you know, first and foremost, you have to assess your own situation. Can you escape? Feign illness, you know, whatever. For the most part, however, they said rest assured. Americans who are kidnapped have an extremely high chance of uh, extremely high, like in plus 90 percent percentage of rescue because um, the American government wants it to be known that if American is taken, Mm -hmm. you are dead. So they don't they they don't always. And sometimes sometimes it takes a really, really long time, uh, depending on on who's kidnapped you, whether it's a governmental force or it's, you know, randos like random people, like random terrorists or something. Yeah, they're coming for you. And it gets really difficult when it's, a, when it's a government like Iran or Venezuela or North Korea. But when it's journalists, you know, in certain areas, man, I, I know some people who have been rescued by the State Department. Really? It's crazy stuff. Dude, I know somebody, somebody who was in Libya when, when the Gaddafi stuff was going down. Wow. And the U.S. government sent in a helicopter for him. Like, I'm like, what? And I'm like, just for you? And they were like, they evacuated Americans. Like... <laughs> They, they, they knew that there were some Americans that were there, and they got a bunch of people out. Huh? Yeah. And I'm like, that's crazy, wow. man. That's very they cool. flew you out. So these are stories that I've heard. And some journalists have told me that after kidnappings, like, yeah, they'll send you a helicopter, bro. And, the, and, the, and, the, and these people are worried that someone's going to drop down, and it's going to be a bunch of, you know, it's going to be SEAL Team 6, and that's not who you want to meet. <laughs> Definitely not. Not, not, not worth, worth it. it. No way. We do the opposite around country. We tell them, oh, yeah, you burn stuff, you blow it, you blow it up. Yeah, all right, we got you. We'll give you what you want. Huh. It's, a, it's, it's a horrifying lesson to the law-abiding citizens of this country who've lost their businesses and, and, and the loved ones of, of people like, uh, you know, David Dorn, for instance, yeah. who now have to see the suffering. Meanwhile, in the media, they praise it. Chris Cuomo praises it. Ah, these people are gross. Chris Cuomo is a joke. Yup. Yup. Well, how about we get to those super chats Let's finally, huh? It. Yes. Huh? All right. Yeah, that sounds good. 
So let's see. What up, we everybody? Got Fifty billion super chats. Oh gosh. And we'll do our we'll do our best to read through them, but uh, I don't know if we have too much or whoa, bunch oh, no. more. Uh oh, there it is. It just okay. erased a bunch. <gasps> Already? No, we didn't yep. even have a chance to read them. First of all, I gotta say, man, I'm really really annoyed. We, this is the third browser I've tried. YouTube Studio is broken. Yeah. It's completely broken. Our our stats don't update. Super chats often don't appear. You know what? I got to spin the UFO for all those chats that just got deleted. That's right. There's I don't know if you caught that. So YouTube just deleted all the beginning super chats, so we don't know how many we lost. Uh, I, it ripped. It ripped twenty minutes of super chats. Can we get an F in chat? Please? No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ten minutes. Uh, hold on. Oh, let me let me put an F. Let me get let me get the, the let me get this going. Minutes. F in chat. Yeah, man. Oh man. It's for you, everybody. But but to be honest, you know, there's there's just already. A ridiculous amount of people watching so as much as i love all you guys when we, we have we have 10 times as many viewers as we had when we, when, did, when we first started reading super chats and it's just there's too many love you guys so i'm gonna just read as many as i can because you know now it's basically a q a session yeah let's do it and uh unfortunately we just lost the early ones i saw i'd be ripping them was in there oh no yeah we sorry i'd be ripping them shout out to you buddy we had a fart joke we're gonna read it's it the most Man. most consistent got erased one, one of the most consistent super chatters Disappointed. i appreciate it nothing oh. if not regular yep so <laughs> no first, i got nothing <laughs> here's what we got we got uh, uh robbie schroeder says just saw the notification and decided to come watch also the lilat system is a star fox reference from me would rather deal with andros or be uh would rather deal with Andros or be trapped on Dinosaur Planet. Here's 10 bucks for you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Land Decor says, game. can't stick around for the stream. Hope everything is, everyone is doing well. Keep the great work, Tim, Soy, Jesus, and the Ginger Queen. Thank Word. you. Oh. Jake says, China's been kind of quiet lately, huh? What mm. are the chances they take advantage of the West being distracted with riots to try something Red Dawn? Hmm. Wasn't, there some, wasn't there some story about Chinese students being told to riot or something? No, I didn't read no, that. Did you hear that, that was from a long time ago. But so I do it was from the beginning of the year, I think. But there is escalation really? though between them and uh, India. Yes, which is, there's China and India. That's happening conflict. right now. Yes, yeah, so they may be distracted. Oh, they're pushing. They're pushing out because they can. We're distracted. We're using our military for our own citizens right now. I think I need to write a song called "The Preppers Were Right." <laughs> yes. Yeah, for maybe. Real. I'm totally gonna do it. Okay. Think about it. Yeah, we, you can write a new song in like two minutes, right? That's easy. We've got we've got uh, uh, international conflict and tension. We have the the Trump Russia Ukraine impeachment, whatever that was. Yeah. We've got now the coronavirus international lockdown. The coronavirus that was. Yes. Now mass rioting and looting and protests. Yep. If you had one reason to prep, you know what I mean. I, I would understand if you decided not to do it. We've got what was that five? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's time to start gearing up do or something. It. One of them is going to happen. Mm. I don't know what's going on. Something's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see. Sark and uh, Sark, Sarkard Darkstar says the current narrative on the ground in Minnesota is that Antifa isn't a real group. It means anti-fascist and they are good guys. And that is only white supremacists doing the damage. It's insane. It really, really is. And there's like apparently the story is going around now where it's like the FBI has concluded that Antifa was not involved. And I'm like, what? Really? That's well, ridiculous. You, no, no, no. Hold on. You just told me Antifa wasn't a thing. Now you're telling me they're not involved. Are they a thing or they're not a thing? Do they exist or they don't? Right. Which is it? They they exist. No, I know that. Yeah, I know. But, but it's like, what? Yeah. Make so when mind. they, well, the funny thing is. Well, Trump said that they're bad. So we got to go with the yeah. opposite. Yeah, like they the, don't exist. Like, I'm just going to briefly show this because we didn't get to it. I did cover it on my second channel. Like how Trump said, take hydroxychloroquine. Right. And now the New York Times says that the study that claimed it was bad is now being called into question. You mean oh. to tell me 
that Trump comes out and says, here's a drug that may help you. Yep. And then all of a sudden, the entire media says it's dangerous and it'll kill you, including Cavuto on Fox and News. And wouldn't let it go for days Seriously. and days and days, like and now, ripping them apart for it. Now that everything's opening back up and the protesters are all out. By the way. Now mm-hmm. it's safe again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, dude. Talk about a red suppository. Yep. Like, come Shoving on, man. It in there, man. You mean to tell me that- No the, lube. Every- Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> <Thanks for> that. <laughs> every single media outlet- Oh, it's not every, but all these mainstream media companies are saying, it'll kill you. It's dangerous. Neil Cavuto literally said, do not take this. It will kill you. Mm-hmm. And now, like, there was there was a video from uh, Flecka's talks where yeah. a doctor was like, we prescribe this all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, this, this is ridiculous. We got a memo after Trump said it saying it's dangerous. We're like, what? No, it's not. It's been around for decades. Yeah, they've been using it for a long time to treat yep. like yeah, malaria and some other stuff. things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And there it is. Now that it's all kind of wrapping up, scientists are questioning whether or not it's actually bad for you. That's huh. amazing to About me. that. That's amazing. Yeah. Welcome to the political world we live in now, Jeez, huh? Nothing makes keeps. sense. All right, let's see where we're we at. Honey Badger says, hey, y'all, would love to put my name in the beanie for the research fact checker golden ticket. Would love to send y'all creds. We are unfortunately quite a bit away from when that actually happens. And I got to admit, the world ending is complicating it. Yes, somewhat. Yes. Yeah. Well, the world's not ending. Come on. I'm just kidding. You know, I'm I'm half kidding. (laughs) Josh Wolf says, protests in JCMO the other day, largely peaceful as far as I know, still slept with my ear on the scanner and peace loaded. Love you guys. Stay safe. Yeah, the other day we had a helicopter fly by and like doesn't I don't I don't I don't I don't say I don't exaggerate but a lot of sirens don't have don't know how many different vehicles it was yeah it was a lot and it went on for a little while yeah, yeah. it was very obviously some kind of protest or whatever well and they, you can tell they were going from to a specific direction they were yep. all going towards yeah. Philadelphia it's like a magnet yeah they shut the bridges down did they they did yep that doesn't more surprise than, me more than once that doesn't so, surprise like, me a couple days yeah. I'm glad they did it's like keep it over there man yep where are we at uh. Fulsa says, defend the Alamo from the mob. Thoughts? Why is the, is the Alamo under threat? I hope not. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Sean Easton says, how much to spin the, UF, uh, spin the UFO off? This is a contribution toward that. Make, make like a Beyblade and let it rip. That let me see edgy. if I can do that. Well, well, wait, wait, wait. To spin it off? We can, but I think that's, a, that's a, because we can't put it back on. All right. Be aware, Adam. We can't yeah. put it back on. It's really hard. You're trying to spin it off? Oh, oh, wait, off, like... Like, like launch yeah. it off? Nope, nope. What are you doing? No, I'm nope. just trying to stop it. Yeah, it's oh. off. It's off now. Oh, welcome. Oh, is that what they mean? No, I'm going gonna, gonna to count it and say that's what it was. <laughs> uh, I thought they meant to spin it until it flipped off the thing. Yes. That's not enough money. That's what this no, means. No, right, right. I don't even see how much it was, but it wasn't <laughs> it enough. It wasn't enough. This is our mascot. Yeah, it's such a pain mascot. to put it back I'm sorry, but boat. no. No, man. <laughs> LaSalle says, take care of yourself, Tim. Hello, guys. Appreciate it. What up? Podcastage says, Tim, thanks so much for the continued coverage on everything. It's helping keep the last bit of my sanity. I still feel like I'm being gaslit, but you're keeping things in perspective. Also, Lydia, keep the shirts coming. Dude, we can see the gaslighting. That's the thing. Yeah. I'm losing my mind. I see it, man. The New York Times. Oh, that hydroxy thing where everyone was saying it was bad for you? Mm, it's good for you now. Yep. That's what? Right. So what <laughs> it's because of those people sitting with their hands up repeating what was being told they want you to be a google there's so man. many people yeah. out there like that google gobbles that are just seriously okay oh it's good now okay yeah dude oh did you forget about that's what trump was saying and they were like yeah well no 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 trump bad trump's bad but it's okay now I, like I, what i asked some friends i'm like i i, I messaged some friends where's covid what mm-hmm. do you mean where's where's covid i don't know 
Have you been paying attention? Do you have amnesia? Yeah. Did you forget that we were just told we can't go outside? <laughs> right. you the, the, the theater near my house is out of business now. <laughs> yeah, they like shut the, down. Yeah. AMC is gone. Did it go down? AMC is gone? I think so. I think they're out of business. No. I check. Where are we going to see our movie? They're opening. They're opening uh, it's, it's like seven or eight miles away. <sighs> That's, That's so bad. much further, But I'm like, they, they, they destroyed everything. How did you forget this happened? Yeah. That's crazy, yeah, how man. How did you forget that? Scary. What, what, are you, what are these? I, I'm, I'm curious. I talk about, what are you doing all day? Are you like just staring at the wall? They're watching you know TV. I'm sorry, man. No, everyone's probably distracted because the UFO's not spinning. Have you ever seen? That's what I've got my money on. Exactly. Have you ever seen a uh, third person, an overhead view of video game rendering? Of how? Uh, yeah. So there was this viral uh, 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 like video showing how when your character is looking, it renders and everything disappears and they're not looking at it, right? Mm, that's, that, that's clearly what it is. These people don't exist until yep. you talk to them. And then all of a sudden, it's like, nothing happened. It's like time jump. Or they're NPCs, whatever. I got my money on that. It's like, could you imagine right now? Like, imagine you're, I, I want all of you to imagine this. You're all listening. You all, you all are tuned in what's going on. Mm-hmm. Imagine your, your, your good friend or family member, and they're in their living room like this. T, T, the T square. T-pose. T-pose. T-pose, do nothing, not saying nothing. And until you message them on Facebook, all of a sudden, then they go, pick up their phone. They have no recollection of anything. <laughs> Nothing matters. It's like? a funny image. Yep. Oh, yeah. it's hard to All of your friends with. and family just T-posing, completely clueless as to what's happening around the world. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is, huh? Yeah, I try to get people to read the news. JK says, thanks for telling the truth and getting it out there. It's people like you that may save this country. What the F everyone is posting? I missed it. The, the black squares? I'm like, what? They're helping. Oh, what's the F everyone is posting? Oh, you missed it. Oh, it's just a gag. Yeah, it's respect. For respect. Yeah. Or the Spiral Aim says, keep it the good fight, Tim. We need more clear reporting and analysis. Appreciate it. I couldn't help myself. Gary Richards says, I refuse to believe that after all the crap Tim has seen, he doesn't have a panic room full of machine guns. Well. Stay who strapped. says he doesn't? Regret that clap. is an interesting mental image. Well, mm-hmm. actually. Actually. Oh, gosh. There's something you need to understand about the animal kingdom. When animals that burrow can travel, for the most part, in one direction. If they're in the back of their burrow, they become very vicious. Except for rabbits for some reason. They're prey animals. Right. So badgers are extremely aggressive because they live in burrows. And when it comes to a conflict, their choice is fight or die. Birds tend to flee because they can travel in multiple dimensions or they can go up and down. So the more mobility an animal has, the less likely it is to engage in conflict. I don't necessarily need, I I can either, I can do one of two things. I can have a bug out uh, machine gun room. Or I can have a van that's self-sustaining. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I went for was... Machine gun optional. Machi- well, well, so listen. <laughs> Roof turret? I, yes. <laughs> I do not want to have... So, so, so there's a couple things to consider. The difficulty of mobility depending on the scale of weapons you buy. Mm. So let's say riding breaks out in the Philly suburbs. Okay. Well, we, having a gun won't be enough to stop a mass riot. That's a good point. So a better option is bug out. Get out of there and have a fully functioning studio to continue working and operating off the grid. That seemed like the more reason, like the more practical solution. Yeah. The other, the other issue is, you know, it's uh, in the event that someone actually comes to my house. Well, I, I, I want to avoid giving away too many details, but suffice it to say, this, this, this house is protected to a rather absurd degree. Oh uh, yeah. It, to put it lightly. It's a little weird. <laughs> but I'm not going to explain why. I'm totally okay with it, though. <laughs> right. That's right, great. Right. I love so, it. Or how, or what you mean. Well, there's a couple of things with details. To point out. But, Let's uh, move on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put it, put it lightly, but. Bug out was was seeming more uh, seemingly more important. Yeah, don't worry about us. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to worry. Let's see where are we at. 
Brian says, do you think the media will turn around again and still shame everyone into getting COVID vaccines? Yes, I do, because people have amnesia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many people do you think are going to come down with COVID now? Well, or are they even going to come down with COVID? So here's what Mark, Levin, Mark D. Levin of New York said. I love this so oh, much. Oh, man. He said, he said something like, remember, if in a few weeks we see a massive spike in COVID cases, don't blame the protesters, blame racism. What? Yeah. Uh-huh. Let oh, me uh, let oh, me see if I have the story. OK. But, I mean, I see what he's saying. Yeah, it's right here. Check it out. NPR. Dozens of public health and disease experts have signed an open letter in support of the nationwide anti-racism protests. White supremacy is a lethal public health issue that predates and contributes to COVID-19, they wrote. Ah, that's right. There it is. You see, the real virus was the white supremacy we met along the way. <laughs> or as my, my, um, Michael Tracy said, the uh, white supremacy was the real virus all along. Yep. This is what they're saying. Could you, could you believe this? They're telling you that they don't care about COVID if it's about racial justice, but they care about COVID if it means your life. Think about that. You know what we're watching right now, right? We're watching the meshing of the two different dialogues and they're making it match up perfectly. They're trying to. Right. They're trying. It's really, really hard, but they're. Two galaxies are colliding. These these puzzle pieces don't connect and they're bashing it with a hammer to like like cutting it it in. The only thing you should be bashing is the like button. button. Smash that that like button. Bash that like button. (laughs) Smash it. (laughs) Thank you, Adam. You're welcome. welcome. No, but for real, think about it. (laughs) When your business was, was going under. When your business was collapsing, they said, we're in this together. And you were like, fine. And when the rioters went out and burned everything down, they said, hey, man, they're speaking the language of the unheard. Calm uh-huh. down. Well, I gave up everything for this. You know what's scary about that, man? What? The people who said, for my community, I will sacrifice my business, my life. I'll lose everything. And then when the rioters came out and they said, screw Fine, you. we'll take it then. They said, screw you. Yeah, we're going to break we their don't. windows. You, you, no, no, you can't open your business. Oh, the, the, the rioters? Language of the unheard. Mm. You know, you know Ooh, how it is. Man. Oh, man. Why do you think any of these people believe in a community anymore? Was, did, no. did anyone have their back? No. Nope. When their businesses no longer ceases to function? When the rioters came and destroyed everything, what, what, what did the politicians say? Well, they're grieving. They're upset. What did CNN say? Who, Chris Cuomo says, who says protests need to be peaceful? Literally uh, the First Amendment. Liter- well, the First Amendment literally says peaceably yep, assemble. Peaceable assembly. Not violently assemble. Oh, my, my goodness. I can't imagine how regular Americans must feel right now. I couldn't, yep. e- couldn't even imagine because I, we have the luxury of our comp- like you know our business has just kept going. Do you see that vote that's going around the poll on Twitter? Which one? If the if the election was tomorrow, who would you vote for? What do you think? Who do you think is uh, what? What do you think the percentage is? Biden uh, or Trump? Trump. By how much? I don't know. A few just points. Make a guess. A few points. By six points. Eight. Small small amount. No, it's like, it's like 75% of the people who voted was Trump. But how many lefties have seen it? I don't know. Get it into some lefty circles. Maybe. If, if I it's... Uh, I, I, people say I'm lefty. I, I consider... I thought I was lefty for the longest time. I, I am on a lot of left versus You're right You're totally issues. lefty, dude. I totally am. Yeah. I click Trump. Yeah. I would... Yeah. I, that's Biden's no question. Last right thing we need. There's a there was a Democrat stronghold in Minnesota. CNN actually covered this mm-hmm. that votes for Democrats locally and voted for Trump nationally. And it's, people people don't realize that Trump ran as a moderate. Even Matthew Iglesias of Vox.com said Trump is a moderate. Yeah. So what's your choice? Lunacy or moderate? Trump's got personality defects, and that's putting it lightly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But his policy wise, he sounds very much like Democrats sound. Aside from the fact that. He talks in a strange way. Yeah. He says silly things. 
He says a lot of stupid things. Indeed. I mean, he's a reality I, TV star, I know. and yeah. that shows. It really does. But he is kind of like a Democrat from like the nineties. People people have compared him compared him to to like to Bill Clinton in the good ways and the yeah. bad ways. Good ways and the bad ways. Yeah, and yeah, that's like, a good point. <laughs> right, that's a good point. Yep. So, you know, I, I, what are your choices right now, man? Yeah. He did an interview recently where he was like, "Look at Biden. Like, what, what, what like, what, how far left has he gone?" Well, that's a fair point. They're nuts. Why, why are these armed police guards shooting them, killing these people? They should shoot them in the leg. <laughs> like what? Okay, no, they shouldn't pull their gun at all. Go, you know, figure something else like, out. Wait, what? Why would you go there? Man, Shoot him in the legs, because he clearly his... didn't ask anybody about real policy and real reform. Right. I, I got to be honest. That's something I would have said a couple years ago. I probably did. Right. Why can't you just shoot him in the legs? I think I said it like a month ago. Like if you are going to pull your gun, yeah. And you are if they are charging so you. I'll tell you what, man. Yeah. So I, I think we were talking about this like a month ago, and I mm-hmm. said shoot to wound, and everyone was like, no, 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 no. no yeah. No. If you're going to pull your weapon, a weapon is to use to stop stop the threat. Well, the, for good. Right. Yeah. The the issue is you're you're trained for center mass and mm-hmm. you're shooting to kill. Yeah. And if you try and start targeting extremities, you could injure other people. You and can, it could be worse. It can be right. worse. So it's mm-hmm. like you have to be you have to you have to be ready and quick. There's a lot of other reasons I, I'm not going to get into, but yeah. I'm not a politician running trying to reform the police department. <laughs> I know it's. A I'm a dude who complains on the internet who's like, "Here's what I think," and then people were like, "You're wrong," and I was like, "Oh man, that's a good point." Yep. Joe Biden's like, "Here's my policy plans. I've thought about nothing. I've asked no one. And I didn't even Google it." That was a little Clinton. Yeah, that was a little bit. Yeah, yeah was a little I don't know. How Joe Biden talks. He just has. Yeah, you know, right? Go, 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 Much better. Go, 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 go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. that's better. There yeah, you go. yeah. yeah. There's, there's your Biden. <laughs> that guy, man. It's 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 getting creepy watching how they're trying to like. It's just weekend at Bernie's him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> put him in sunglasses. That's and just really in front what's of the going on. It's crazy. Weekends at Bernie's him. He's wearing his mask wrong. Yeah. 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 It's like, dude, if there was COVID on that mask, you'd have COVID now. <laughs> All right. Some people didn't even think it was him because he comes out with a mask and sunglasses. Right. It's like, who's that guy? Ah, whatever. It's a robot. Here we go. What, where, where, where are we at? No, no, no. It wouldn't be a robot because a, a robot would probably be more articulate. Animated cadaver. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Oscar, Someone have to hold him, though. Yeah. yeah. Oscar Corneo says, no stop in this train, I think. Social media too infectious. People having their bills paid and nothing to do. Videos of violence being shared with no regard for the safety of others. Cold War type of escalation. That's a, that's a good point, man. A lot of these people make a living off of this. And they accuse me of being a grifter. And it's like, bro, let me, let me tell you something. I could easily just make videos about anything else. In fact, I will tell you this right now. There is so much more money to be made doing Minecraft videos. Yep. Literally anything else. And then I have to risk censorship and getting shut down. No, I talk about this stuff because I want to. But there are a lot of people on Twitter who don't have monetization, so they put links to PayPal, and they make money. You make a viral nasty tweet, and you put a PayPal, people pay you. Wow. And so that's the engine that's I fueling really a lot of this. that. Well, they did. That's amazing. Too Fat to Fly says, Tim, have you heard about the massive riots in Zeke, Scotland? The rioters are hailing objects off the roofs of buildings at people. They're calling it Zeke Hail. What? Can you look that what? up? What? Yeah. Holy cow. Benjamin Stevens says, Tim and crew, keep being sexy. Okay. We will. All right. Chaotic says, hello there, super beanie bros and Lydia of White Run. Hope you're well. These riots are making me uh, making B angry. I think I think he means me angry. I've been looking to America to lead the West back into freedom. Now nah, we're falling apart, man. We are falling apart. Andrew Holker says, in Minneapolis last night, the protest was totally peaceful. Hot dogs, burgers, prominent community members on the bullhorn telling everyone to vote out uh, to vote out our Democrat leaders and uh, and vote against gun control. Wait, what? Really? Vote against gun control. 
and vote against gun control. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, against gun control. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, did you hear? And that's that's awesome. The the Missouri Attorney General said that all of the looters and rioters they arrested were people who were released from prisons by the Democrat. Wow. <laughs> I called <laughs> it. Didn't Nailed I say? It. Didn't Dude. I say that? Yep. Of course we did. Seriously, I said it. I said it. That's crazy. I man. called it, man. It's just kind of so obvious. It's like they wanted this to happen. There's something. I mean, people keep tweeting about this Hillary court case yesterday and blackout. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know enough about it that we would have done a subject today. But listen, man. I if, see it. I, I don't know enough about it, but think, listen, I don't know, listen, man. Think about it. If they wanted this to happen, Obamagate. Well, hold on, look, look, look. If you wanted to argue that letting out prisoners mm-hmm. was to ensure this happened, you'd be arguing they want to help Trump. I don't. I think, but I'm seeing them blame Trump for this. They're like, they're trying to pitch it on Trump. They're like, all right, go incite violence. Trump, you did this. Yeah. That's what it, I'm like standing back. I'm like, yeah, that's what it looks like. Maybe, maybe. I don't know if it's true or not. It's like, I think they're just morons. Maybe. I think they're absolute moron NPCs staying in a T-pose until someone walks in the room and then they go, release the prisoners. And you're like, what? (laughs) That doesn't make sense. Well, I mean, it didn't make sense during the COVID crisis. We were all like, why are they doing this? Why are they releasing prisoners and arresting people for going to the park? Right, right. To be fair, I did say there's there's questions of uh, constitutionality of locking someone up if there's potential for a – an infectious disease. Yeah, yeah. Like if we knew they would get an infectious disease in this prison – do we have a responsibility to move them somewhere else? The problem was that we later learned that lockdown made things worse. So yeah. locking people in their homes and releasing prisoners made literally no sense because you were putting the prisoners into homes where they would get infected. That was insane. So it's like what, what, the aftermath of all of this is that they let up prisoners. These people went and rioted in St. Louis and got arrested again. Mm-hmm. And now the age is like, oh, yeah, look at that. That was predictable. <laughs> it's like, what's going what's to happen? Trump's got his easiest... E- easiest path towards shutting down the borders. COVID happened. Borders shut down. Yeah. What, what, what's, what happened to the wall? Remember the wall? Yeah, you, you actually, we started the, you started saying this earlier. You said, who, who has the most to, to gain? And you never, we kind of. Who's gaining the most from who's this? Who's gaining the most Trump. from this? Trump is. It's, I, don't, so, I see all this anti-Trump stuff, but it's like, that's been the case. Right. right. Since he showed his face on the presidential race, it was just anti-Trump. And it's like, well, it didn't work then. And now you're, you've basically just red-pilled everybody. Well, here's my, here's my favorite conspiracy theory. I often say my—it's not really, but I often say it's my favorite. Here's a conspiracy theory that I find interesting. It's that Trump actually is an insider mm-hmm. and that he was positioned as an outsider who couldn't win so that all of the disaffected right-wingers would rally behind him and feel like they're taking back their government, an inversion to Obama. Mm. That's one of the, so, so the idea is that as long as Trump is considered— constantly at odds and in a weakened position, people will rally behind him saying, hey, man, this is creepy. This is not fair. The blind liberals will be blind liberals and the, the, the disaffected. And like, so, so think about who voted for Trump. It was people who didn't vote for, for, vote before, mm-hmm. now voting. We're talking about record voter turnout. This actually in, got a bunch of people engaged. So it's, it's an entertaining thought. I don't think it's true. I think they despise this man and hate his guts. And I think they're more likely to be morons than anything else. Yeah. But I do think it's fascinating, this idea that Trump is benefiting from everything they do. And, and it's true. Like the impeachment, he raised record amount of money. So they're doing all of these things that make people rally behind Trump while treating him like an outsider. Hmm. And meanwhile, they all, both Democrats and Republicans vote to expand FISA powers. How does that make sense? Nope. It was like 84 people voted yes. It's like, Trump is a dictator and he should have more spying power. 
you know mm-hmm. well that's and all the guns that that's where it, it becomes more of like the uh, the establishment as a whole you know then the people that they don't care democrat or republican they just want that power and they want to maintain that the power. establishment the establishment the weird machine yeah you know it's like that that can mean a lot of things but you know it's almost like just a step back from republican democrats and they're like we don't care we have the power whatever I think it's a I think it's a fascinating conspiracy theory. Well, look, and look, I th- on this note though before I don't want to lose it. It's like it feels like Trump is upsetting their status quo. Definitely. Like hands down everything he does it, it, it pisses them off, you know? And they they're cozying up with China, you know? Yep. That's like I see Hillary talking about like you know being homies with China. It's like, yeah, but they paid you a, a lot of money when you were in the government in a position of power. In the Clinton Foundation? Yeah. They were through, giving well, through was, uh, China, was China doing it? I, I don't know a lot about the numbers from China. I know Saudi Arabia was. Well, I know there's. I I dug into it a little bit, and I was like, "Well, this is a lot," and it's it's kind of frightening how cozy she is with him. It's when I saw that video of her saying, "Well, why shouldn't we have China like hack <laughs> Trump's emails?" Then you know, and I was like, "What are you saying?" You know. Anyway, so, it's it's basically you know it feels like they're all. That's why the mainstream media is trying to you know they're the establishment also it's like that's their puppet their their speaker system to the to the masses i want to address yeah. this super chat that that just came in simply because it's it's on point with what we're just talking about mm-hmm. saying okay uh, king of diamonds says tim you're wrong about making money in minecraft i upload minecraft videos and get like 10 views but when i upload some video i lazily put together like uebs i get a thousand views there's market saturation in minecraft and a bunch of other uh um channels but the reality is I'm doing now, I do six segments, so it's like three hours and 40 minutes of content every day. Mm-hmm. I would make a lot more money if I used all of my resources and power to be pr- producing entertainment content, be it Minecraft or otherwise. There are a lot of other political channels that are very good, don't get nearly the amount of traffic or subscribers or growth because they don't work nearly as much or as hard. That's no offense to them, it's just it's the reality. I, I take no days off, ever. It's like I, when I have to. When my throat doesn't work and I can't talk. Yeah, the pa- well, no, you worked. You were working yesterday all day. Yeah, I had to take uh, some ibuprofen. Yeah, and then afterwards I was like, mm, I better not. I better yeah. not do it. Yeah, because I think it's allergies. But anyway, the point is, I have made content that's been about movies. That is just like I'm, I wake up and it's got like 300, 400k, and I'm like, wow, man. If I, if I, you know, just because, because look, man. Political stuff gets demonetized. It's yeah. been a lot better lately because things have been improving for whatever. Maybe it's just me. I can't wait to talk about movies anymore. Again, yeah, right. You know, yeah. I can't wait. Seriously. But it's worth more. What you got to understand about how ads work. Right now, politics are getting views because people are looking at politics. Yeah. Now, after after November, well, it may actually get crazier. Yeah. But typically what happens is people want to buy ads and they don't want to buy ads on things like Riot. They want to buy ads on things like Happy Fluffy Bunny and Kids. Puppy, puppy sing, you know, barks, I love you. That's what they want to buy ads on. So look at, the, look at the videos that get the most traffic. Nursery rhymes for kids. Look at all of the YouTubers who did that stupid Elsa Spider-Man thing. They made money. They made mad money. Politics is a dangerous game and you're not safe. You can make YouTube videos about, you know, Minecraft or video games or streaming. And if you work hard and you're, and you're good enough and you develop it over a long period of time, you will become successful and you have very little risk that YouTube will purge you because you're family friendly. So that's, that's right. Just do more diamonds. Pump them out. Pump them get out. Get better and better. It's just, you know, it's not, it's, it's, there's no guarantee that everybody makes it. I don't know how to, how else to describe it other than, you know, when I first started doing this, I wasn't thinking about anything other than what's the next video. It's like do something every single day, no matter what. 
You know, I got to say, though, you, you have a really strong personality, Tim. Oh, does he? And Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that that has a lot to do with popular channels. Like, I'm, I, you know, I've watched, been watching Crowder a little more and, like, Dude's got a personality. Like yeah. he he's got oh, totally. he's goofy. He's got like he, he he's got a personality people like and that's why he's got 4 million followers you know, or subscribers. My, that has to come into play. It's not it isn't just persistence. It. Yes, you do earn it, but there you it's like Dude, telling someone Go watch my videos, man. Go what? watch go watch my old videos. Yeah. And they're awful. <laughs> okay. They're you like mean this. You started they're out like, bad. Today um I saw there was the talk about Trump who, you know, he was talking about this, this bill. I it's doubt, like, I doubt it was that bad. It's bad. And like the really early stuff from years ago, dude, it's bad. Okay. It's like doing this every single day for hours, mm -hmm. you get more comfortable, you get relaxed, you get better at it. You read faster. You, you, you I, I remember all of the other stories I've read. So now everything's like instant recall. Right. Yeah. It's just built up over years of, of training and exercise. And so, you know, I, I worked for Vice. I saved money. I worked for Fusion. I saved money. I left, used that money, and it was all going down as I was doing this, and then slowly leveled out, and then started going up. And then my content has been slowly improving. Yeah, but your personality is still laced with in all of your videos. It is. You're still like, Tim Pool. You still have a wit, you know, that I appreciate. That's why my, we became friends. Yeah, but er, my early videos were very, very, like, so much weaker. Mm -hmm. Like, now it's like, I'll, I'll crack jokes, and... You know, I I can go with things, but it's it's just I go way better than I used to. Okay, dude, dude. Uh, beginning of I, last, I'm year, not saying that. No, you're, check it out. Check I'm it out. not saying you're not right. I'm saying that there is a, an aspect that you're for you're, sure. You're not, you know, talking about. No, I agree, but I think people can earn it. They can they can build that up. Okay. Last beginning of last year until May, my videos were edited, mm -hmm. meaning I would turn the camera on, I would say a line, stop, look at my script, look at my you know stories, say a line, stop. Then look over and record, and, and then I have to edit it all together. It would take like two hours to put a 10 minute segment together. Ugh. Then I started getting better and better, and I just hit record, and I'm like, blah, 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 yep. and it's just done. That's, what it's That's like. That is literally what he does, everyone. It's true. I, I just turn the camera on, and I'm like, I have no script or it's nothing. It's true. Just <laughs> over <talking>. time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's, and that's, uh, so that's I, I, I do believe that anyone can do it. Okay. But I think there's, I have benefits from, for one, my personality that benefits me is uh, arrogance. That's really it. Hmm. I've done so many things throughout my life where I've ignored everyone else and went headstrong, traveled different countries, <clears throat> learned things, seen things, experienced things, and it, and, it, and it helped me out in starting everything I'm doing. A lot of people are poking fun at me of trying to compliment you. I'm, <laughs> I, I actually, it wasn't even about Tim. I'm talking about the people who are trying to make it in an environment that is literally about you being a personality and doing something. So, you know, when it comes to, do, you know... It, it, it you need a spark a little something for people to want to watch you you know you you need to have something that like i'm not going to go search for a minecraft video and watch some a, a video that's boring and nothing's right. happening it's like if that but if it's a person who's like oh man a zombie blah, 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 like and you know it's yeah. like it's entertaining it's like okay it's entertaining you know you look at so, PewDiePie so videos you're you're saying that anyone can just earn that i yep. don't necessarily agree with that dude look at mr beast you know who that is? No, I don't. He's one of the biggest YouTubers right now. Okay. He's, he's nuts. He made a video recently where he gave a pizza guy a house. Oh, that you yeah. showed me that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Look that. at his early videos. Okay. It's 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 nonsense. It's like it, it's him just doing weird, mm -hmm. unrelated things, and eventually he found his his uh, his space. Yeah. So I think <coughs> there's the COVID. I think I think <laughs> you can earn it if Thanks, you work man. hard enough. 
I really do. Yeah. And I think that uh, you have to you have to consider the cards you've been dealt, the skills you need to develop, and the persistence. You need you need a combination of factors. Boom. And then here's what happens, right? So in the past uh, couple of days, I've gotten a million, like probably I think like two million views per day. Okay. Yeah, it's crazy. So no, it was like 1.8 million views in a day. All right, and 10. two million. Okay. No, I'm bringing this up for a reason. <laughs> All right, There's a reason. Stop, stop, stop. I'm bringing this up for a reason. <laughs> All right. These are these are 50 to 60, 70 percent higher than normal. Like ridiculous. I'm like looking at like my my the numbers on YouTube. And I'm like, what is going on? Because I've been working so hard, because I work every single day, when something like this happens, right place, right time, big boost in viewership, live viewership goes up, everything goes up. Yeah. If you don't work hard, you miss the opportunities. So there are a lot of days where there's, it's, it's, it's rough and you're pushing as, real, as hard as you can. And you're like, man, is this it? This is too difficult. But you get through it. And then one day, all of a sudden, because you're working, chance favors the prepared. And everybody else who wasn't working, they missed, they missed the train. I agree with that. Yeah. 100%. We better read some super chats. Yeah, we do need to do that. Andrew Holker says, uh, oh, that's, we, we, we did read that one. <laughs> Jared Houston says, Tim, uh, please, Tim, take a look at this lady during the NYC and the NY protests. I cannot click the link, but maybe it's the lady talking about her business. Callum Ro- uh, Rowlandson says, all the kids on the middle high school sports team I coach are posting crazy, mindless leftist propaganda. I'm so sad because the good influence I thought I was having seems pointless up against social media. Yep. I agree, man. That's how I feel talking to my friends. Joseph Sword. Actually, but look, go to my Twitter. You can follow me at TimCast. And take that tweet, scroll down a bit, you'll find it, the one where they're all chanting the goobble gobble, whatever, and just send it to people and then just and, and make fun of it. Humor and, and ridicule is one of the most powerful tools. Mm-hmm. So when, smash that like button. When you show it to them, you just start laughing at how creepy and stupid these people are. And you go, look how dumb they are. These people are so stupid. Like, dude, I'm going to stand here and just mindlessly repeat people. Dude, get a life. And then people don't want to be losers. So yeah. they're like, yeah, that, that is dumb. Those people are dumb. And that's how, that's how you do it. The reason people. they're holding their hands up and hmm. chanting is because they don't want to be losers. But also you can follow uh, Adam too. Yes. Oh, yeah. Smash the like button. Yes. Follow, follow me. Follow me. Hit me up. Follow Send me sentiments. stories. I got some, uh, you, you got a direct link yeah, so to the show. Adam puts up uh, pinned tweets for you to suggest stories and ideas yeah. that we often use in the show. Images. And that's actually how we got the shirts. The Harumph I Say shirt came that's from. That's true. Yep. Someone shirt. sent it to Adam. Yeah, send me some art, too. Yeah, and man. that also works. And you can click the link in the description below if you want the Harumph I Say shirt. We are currently waiting for the Adam and uh, Lydia shirts. Yeah, yeah. coming soon. Mm-hmm. But you can also follow uh, Sour Patch Lids. Oh, yeah. Here for spicy memes at spicy Sour Patch memes. Lids. I like to talk to people. She's and not just spicy memes, though. Come on. I'm just saying Mostly. that to be silly. That's my entire personality at this spicy point. Memes. It's true. It's okay. <laughs> the I'm helping meme with Ralph Wiggum. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. so good. I love that. I'm like, that's a little too much for me. I posted the, <laughs> there's a, a comic where a guy's holding a Black Lives Matter sign. It's a black guy. Okay. And the next one is a white guy walks up saying, white, uh, all, lives all lives matter. matter. And then uh, oh, yeah. the next one is a guy, walk, a metalhead walks metal up head. saying, no lives matter. And, and then, then they all and start all rocking out. Rocking out. <laughs> just start moshing. The reason I really like that, though, is it shows you that, like, Getting away from both ideologies resulted in all of them having a good time together. Right. So it's like when it was about all lives versus black lives, they were mad at each other. But when mm-hmm. the metalhead was like, no one matters, then they're all jamming. I'm like, I kind of dig it. It's like, I do it the too. ideology. Let's just hang out, it. bro. I dig it. It's good. Listen no one music. matters. What yeah. are we? We're nothing. Jo- Joseph Sorty says, dad's a cop. We live in Connecticut. Email from the department says Antifa is now going through government payroll records to get addresses of cops everywhere to target them in their homes. No way. Seeing as I still live at home, not going to lie, I'm on edge. They do that. They've done it. And yes, they published a ton of information, hackers did, from the Minnesota Police Department. (sighs) And I will tell you, I'm in a really bad mood. I didn't tell you this yet. 
No. I got bad news for you, bro. Oh, God. You're going to get angry. Try me. Antifa crossed the line. They have crossed a line so egregious. I got an email today from the company where I ordered that quarter pipe. Okay. And you know what they said? What? Due to Antifa activities near the skate facility that manufactures the surfacing material, mm-hmm. they've had to evacuate and now have postponed possibly for two weeks. I quit. <laughs> All right. That's no. not going to stop it's Antifa. Oh, I'm done. Oh, Adam's leaving. I'm That's done. it. This is, Arms up no, no, this air. is for real, though. This is for real. <laughs> I got an email. This is the craziest thing to me. It's from a skateboard company that's, that used the word Antifa. Hmm. They didn't say protest or anything. Yeah. It literally said, due to Antifa... Uh, in, in, no, it, it was like, yeah, incidents involving Antifa or yeah. something. The facility where we manufacture uh, our surfacing material was evacuated. Wow. We're hoping to get you your materials as soon as possible, but unfortunately, due to these circumstances, it's being delayed. And it's now going to be another uh, more than a week before they even get the materials. Wow. Antifa. Because of your shenanigans, I can't get my skate ramp. Terrorists. Oh, indeed. It's this not the line. I'm kidding. Terrorists. <laughs> I don't care about waiting the week. It's stupid. I'm annoyed with it. But you know, whatever, man. It's not the biggest deal. I know, I know they're all screaming like, Tim, racial justice is much more important than your skate ramp. Shut it's up, a LARPer. joke. Well, for the record, Dude. the skate ramp, I, I was out there today. It works. It works. Still works, everybody. Perfect. Yeah, we're good. Awesome. We're, just, we're, we're, getting, we're fine. We're getting a little one. Um, it's got wheels on it and stuff, and uh, just a launch off. Yeah, yeah, like some launch, some grabs, and some fun. I'm gonna launch it, man. Do you, do you see the video of the tourniquet? Oh, no, what? No. no, I tell you what, man. These kids are larping. What, There's what a kid it? who gets hit with a rubber bullet in the leg. Okay, and he gets uh, surface le- layer uh, abrasion, a contusion, or contusion an abrasion, or an abrasion. Okay. Yeah, a little piece of skin. Oh, he's came bleeding. Off. He is bleeding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And they put a tourniquet really close to the wound on his thigh, and he's crying, saying, I don't want to lose my Top leg to the tourniquet. Lungs. And they're like, but we don't want you to bleed out, man, or something like that. Oh, That's gosh. funny. The tourniquet would make him lose his leg if they right. did it yes. correctly. So if you continue so, down. No, no, no matter what, a tourniquet can take your leg away. It's, yeah. It's, mm-hmm. so it, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm sitting here looking Boy, at this. what? His skin is scraped from rubber bullet, and there's some blood. Yep. And they're applying gauze. That's it. And they put a tourniquet on his leg. These people are acting out scenes from a movie they saw when they were kids. They have no idea what they're doing. They have no training. Hmm. Man, if I saw that, I'd freak out. I'd be like, get that off his leg. Are you nuts? Yeah. Now, fortunately, what probably happened was they put it on for no reason, applied the gauze, and then took it off because they're morons. They didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. But in the event that they were like, we got to stop the bleeding, and they left it on, what, what happens is that the, the, the muscle starts dying yep. and it starts toxifying. And if it goes too long and you take it off, it rushes into your bloodstream and you, you can die. You just poisoned yourself. But you, you do have high-end six hours, but it can be bad within two. Wow. So when I, when I did the training, they said it's last resort if someone's going to die because you can lose your leg. And Damn. they said you want to keep it within 45 minutes. If you're not solving it by then, you need to start considering whether or not you're going to loosen this, take it off, and, and try and do something else. Because, yeah. you know, it, if someone's going to die, then they're going to lose their leg. That's it. You know? Wow. These kids are dumb. They are so dumb. All right. Here we are. Chonky Honky says, don't let current events distract you from the fact that Joe Biden sharded during a live interview. That is the so, most important thing. Good point. Hands yes. down, my favorite episode <laughs> of, of last month. So I funny. And, it's, and people were making fun of me. They were like, I was ignoring the police brutality while talking about Joe Biden's fart. And I'm like, bro, that's like hour three and 40 minutes of all of the content I've done. Right. It's like, you're, you're concerned about the joke I made. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Have a nice day, buddy. Yeah. 
Vintage Plays says, think of the multitude of DNC gaffes that are being filtered out by the riots. Obamagate, Russiagate, Ukrainegate, Gate. Adam Schiff is perhaps the happiest man on earth right now. Right. Yep. Yep. Joseph Spiro says, not even happy to be staying, uh, to be staying sane because it's so lonely. Feels impossible to have an honest conversation with anyone anymore. Apparently required to join a delusional cult first, which I can't do. You know what, man? You know, people say, thanks for keeping me sane and all that stuff all the time. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I get it. I really do. Like when I posted the video of them doing the Google Google gobble thing and I said, I'm not joining your cult. Yeah. And a bunch of people were like, thank you for posting this. Mm -hmm. Because when you're surrounded by people who are yelling Google gobble at you and then you can see that people exist who are like, we're not in a cult. If you you, you feel like you're not alone, you're not lost. It really helps. Wait, I'm not crazy? Yeah. (sighs) You know what, though? It is a, a sigh of relief. I have this really annoying guy who always tweets at me for some reason. Okay. I'm not going to block him or anything, but it's just, I just roll my eyes. He's so dumb. He's a verified blue checkie on Twitter <laughs> oh, with no. like almost no followers because wow. this is what you got you to be concerned about. They talk about the blue check marks mm-hmm. and they make fun of them. What, is, what does it mean anyway? What verified is, Twitter user. It means all. Twitter has chosen you as a famous person. Oh. That's all it really means. <laughs> for real, that's what it means. Oh, okay. And so, look, I'm verified on Twitter and, you know, I'm not one of these morons. But these people get verified and they have like 500 followers. Okay. That's really strange. How? Yeah, what? Because Twitter, you know, chooses them. Interesting. But this guy tweets something dumb and he's like, are, have, are you even seeing what's going on, Tim? Have you even been on the ground or out of your house? You have to realize what's happening around you. And I'm like, I'm not going to respond to him. I'm not going to say his name. But I'll say here, I just drove across the country and back. I was out for almost a, for like two and a half, three weeks. Went to LA and was hanging out and talking to people the entire way through the entire country. I know m- more about what's happening in this country than you do sitting in your little Los Angeles apartment. You talk to everyone. It was great. Yeah, for real. It's like th- these people think their cult from social media is real life. Yep. Nah. They do. Nah. Sad. <laughs> You're not real life, dude. <laughs> Go to the suburbs, man. D9512. Soy Jesus plus Gun Jesus. Ian from Forgotten Weapons. Crossover when? Yes. Gun Jesus. I need like two big AKs. You know the guy, what was that, Thor Valkyrie? The guy who's like, these are my oh, guns. Uh, uh, what was his name? I forget what they called him, but I just picture me just like carrying him. Like, yeah, what did he say they were? Yes. <laughs> he had way too much ammo in those guns, by the way. I know. That, was, that, that annoyed me. Yeah, yeah. It's that's... like you found two guns with two clips. What, what, what's in each of them? Like 15, 16? And how is it still working? Yeah. 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 Yep. It's funny. But he eventually does run out <laughs> after like 100 rounds. You know what? I'm spinning the UFO for you. All right, let's do it. <laughs> Sean Williams says, Antifa are domestic terrorists and enemies of the U.S. Providing aid and comfort to the enemy is treason. Bailing out rioters is providing aid. We have a presidential campaign committing treason. Well, I think that's a little over the top, but not too... The issue is Antifa... I think the problem with the media and the left is that they're taking Trump literally on saying Antifa is a terrorist organization instead of what it really means. It was a tweet, bro. Did you look into what they actually said? Bill Barr released a big statement about tracking down far left extremists who are organizing and fundraising. That's what they really meant. I think it's funny when I see all these people I know are posting on Facebook, the, the Antifa copy and paste propaganda. It mm-hmm. just means you're anti-fascist. And so I respond to them. And like, these are people I know. These are, these are friends of mine. So they're respectful. And they're like, oh, I didn't realize that. Thank you. And I said, listen, what they're really saying is that the individuals or being caught engaging in violence, what's going to be added to that is political motivation. If you get someone who throws a brick through a window to steal a t-shirt, 
that's looting, vandalism, whatever, breaking yeah. and entering. Yeah. If you add the fact that they communicate regularly with ideological extremists, receive funding from or give funding to, yeah. you've now added a terror charge that to that. That is the definition of terror. Right, right. I think the legal, the, the principal legal definition they use. Yeah. I was like, all that means is that individual will be charged under those statutes. It's, they're not going to find a group of people who say they're Antifa and be like, we're locking you all up. No, they're going to be like the individual who broke the law. We're adding this to the consideration. It's like hate crime almost, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. It's like it's illegal to punch someone. If you punch someone for, you know, hate-related re- reasons, I'm talking about the legal, well, then you get different charges. I don't necessarily agree with it, but yeah. let's see. Louis, Louis says, hey, Tim, I went to Bass Pro Shop here in the People's Republic of Howard County, Maryland. <laughs> they were down to only a couple dozen rifles and shotguns left. Most of the racks were empty. When COVID first started, everything was, all the guns were stripped from, oh, no, 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 that, uh, no, 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 that was, uh, uh, at Dick's, it was all, it was a bunch of weapons. Yeah, the sporting, no, they were shotguns. The shotguns were gone. There was at least a hundred shotguns lying in the shelf. They had them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, When we first went there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had them. I thought they were gone. And then, and then we went back. And they were gone. Two weeks later? (laughs) Was it two? I think it was two weeks later. All gone. Every single one of them. I was like, yeah, there was guns there, right? Yeah. And the person behind the counter was like, yep. 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 There was. Dude, it's it's so, not easy hey. to buy. It's it's not easy to buy a gun in New Jersey. No. Nope. There's oh, some better states easy. for it. Indeed. Let's see. Joe Gilmore says, don't let these riots distract you from the fact that Biden let, lo- let loot a massive and sad fart during a live interview. <laughs> also, I bought a gun yesterday because 2020 has proven I can't trust anyone. Yeah. I, I, it's really, really funny seeing all of these leftists, like, like all these liberals, I should say leftists, wake up to be like, you know, I need a gun now. Yep. Like all, all of these protests, everything's gone. Like even me, honestly. Yep. You know. Mm-hmm. Where are we at? Connor says, "Greetings, Tim and crew." In Zen Buddhist pot smoking left, uh, I'm a Zen Buddhist pot smoking lefty, libertarian hippie in the state of Maine, which is so far mostly peaceful. Even with protests going on, most mostly peacefully. But even I bought a gun today. Nice. And that says a lot, man. Yep. But Maine is an excellent state for gun rights. My understanding is there's like uh, concealed carry with no permit. Okay. Like if you have an ID for the state, you can walk right in, and be like one gun, sir. And then, you know, they still have the federal laws. Yeah. But then when you have it, you can like put it in your shirt and do your thing. Right on. But I think the most important thing for everybody, even myself, is like I did I did that basic training. Mm-hmm. I did one. No, I'm going to definitely hit up some instructors. I'm definitely going to hit up some of the personalities. Fun. Actually, one of the one of the ranges, because we we I was looking for ranges around before COVID basically started happening. And there's a bunch around us. And one of them was actually the owner shot somebody. Who was trying to break in? This, this happened that. yesterday, yeah. but that was in Philly, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. But it's one of our cl- one of the closest ranges yep. is actually right across. I'd it's love in the city. It's in the city. I don't city know if you want to do it though. Oh, make, make, yourself, make, make yourself a target. It depends on how uh, ideologically driven. Yeah, you know the person may be. If it were me, I'd be like, bring on the camera. I'm gonna let everybody know you come to my shop. This is what you get. But some people might be like, listen, I got a family. Yeah, yeah. I just want to lie low and do my thing. But I have to imagine that experiencing all of that, it's really going to embolden a lot of people and make like activate them, for better or for worse. I think for better, but I'm optimistic in no, general. I, I, so. I mean, for worse in the sense that some people take it to a dark place, mm, and they okay. might be like, it's just it's me and nobody else versus I need to defend my, my community, you know? Like the Hank Newsom thing with like, we need to arm and defend our own communities is a positive thing. Yeah, the exactly. The negative is the people saying, I'm going to go loot all these stores. Because it's, it's it's going crazy. But those groups are going to be like, no, you're not you're not looting this neighborhood. Yep. And then they'll go to the next neighborhood where there's another community of the same kind of people. It's like okay, so enough of that. It's like that's why it's a good thing. I, I hope so. There's still fears that uh, 
misunderstandings can lead to, you know, I guess violence. Yeah. But but I'm more optimistic than that. I think if people have a sense of purpose and responsibility, boom, these people who are being trained are going to have like a, a patriarchal pre- a patriarchal presence of somebody being like, here's what you do, here's why you do it, and there's going to be a sense of nobility and honor in that. They'll oh, have respect. It's, it's wonderful. They'll have respect. I, I I'm worried I though because people might abuse it. There's going to be people, people, you know, people who want power shouldn't have it. All right, let's see where we're at. Menace Blue says, hey, y'all, I recently emailed a letter to the Timcast website about Tom's River, New Jersey peaceful protest and the somewhat diminishing support towards Trump from minorities who originally voted for him. Thanks for all you do. Really interesting. Mm-hmm. I think people, uh, you know, people have said to me recently that uh, I don't we, I don't realize how close it is that Trump might actually lose. But I think that actually is a fair point. I've, I, I, look, I think Trump is going to win. And when I say Trump landslide, it's more of just like a half joke, more of an exaggeration. Yeah. But I, I think I think Trump is going to win. But I do think it's 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 not as clear cut, especially with like all of the people we know posting stupid leftist memes that make no sense. Yeah, a lot of these people are going to blindly walk in the booth and go d d d d d d, you know, across the board. Yeah, I gotta say, man, I will not vote for Biden. That's a fact. Trump, we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, but two uh, A, man, wow. I've after seeing all of this, you can't deny it, man. I think everyone's pro pro two A at this point. Yep. Like I've I've basically. I mean, I always was, but. Well, well cause here, 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 let, let me, I, let me, I still am. Well, let me put it this way. I've always been pro for it, but okay. I've been this like reasonable liberal like, well, maybe we can have a conversation about certain regulations. That's all changed. You know why? The ideas that I had in my mentality a couple of years ago about restrictions on gun, guns and everything was based on the premise that things are relatively peaceful and calm. It was a naive worldview of living in a bubble. Yep. Now that this the place I live, we have helicopters flying overhead and there's ransacking across the country. It's kind of changed my perspective, you know, pretty fiercely where it's like, I don't, I, I don't care anymore. Yeah. You have to be able to protect yourself. That's it. Because the police could not do it. Yeah. They straight up No, I mean, the cop straight up told me when he came here that one time, he was like, if it would me, I'd have a shotgun. (laughs) I'm like, I get what you're saying, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's, that's been like a big wake up call, but not just for me, dude, because these, these people line up at gun stores. What was it? 40% of these guns sold in the past three months. First time buyers. Yeah, dude. Yep. And in a lot of liberal districts, mm-hmm. these people are buying guns, man. Hey, for uh, hopefully for the good, for the better. Lotus and Meyer says, I have friends in the military. Your thoughts on the military joining the protesters on the issue if asked to uh, to fire on civilians without cause. Enjoy your content. Spin the UFO. Uh, oh, I my heard thoughts, that. Uh, it depends. I've talked to uh, different people in the armed forces, <laughs> and I've gotten a couple different responses. Some people have told me, under no circumstances would they fire on American protesters. Like if you were in the National Guard of the Army and your commanding officer said, you know, open fire. And I've had a lot of people say like, no way, dude, I would never do that. I swore an oath of the Constitution. I can understand the, the First Amendment and all that stuff. And we have, a, we have a duty to disobey orders that we think are illegal and stuff like that. But I've also talked to other people who said definitely 100%. And I, I asked them if there was a group of protesters and your commanding officer said, aim, you know, open fire, whatever, would you do it? And they were like, definitely. You know Why? I have no idea why I need to. And if I second guess them and it turns out this person was a terrorist or had a bomb or something mm-hmm. and then everyone loses their lives, I can only trust in the chain of command and, and, and trust in them to make sure we're doing the right thing. And I'm like, those are two. I, under, I understand the argument for both. I do. And I think it is a very, very difficult place to be in. I agree. Because it is a good point. If, if they're telling you like, look, man, trust me. You know me. It's not like some random guy shows up and says, go kill people. It's like, no, it's, it's your, your CEO. You know them. Yep. You either trust them or you don't. And if they tell you to do something, 
But I can't say that I've gotten, I don't think there's, a, there's one cohesive worldview other than swearing, swearing an oath to the Constitution means most of them probably would be very cautious about anything related to shooting an American in any way. True. But hey, man, we've seen what happens in the, in, in the Middle East with drone strikes and Obama. Yep. So. All right, let's see. I'm going to I'm going to I have to do this because we just had too many and I got to admit we 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 rant too much. So I'm going to jump down. We me for sure. <laughs> but that's why you come listen, right? <laughs> but I do apologize we can't get all your super chats. Honestly, I do think we have to do some kind of super chat reform because we're just getting to be, to be honest, um as as awesome as it is that you're all watching, too many views. Thank you everybody. Though. And too many super chats come in and it's and it's hard to actually get the super chats in. Yeah, it's true. So we just got a super chat in from Hank William, who said, the only Democrat I would ever vote for would be Jon Stewart. How do you and Joe still support that corrupt party? I think the far left and the right have more in common than either do with the establishment. What do you think about that take? I no longer support any Democrats at all. That, that, this was back during like impeachment and COVID, and I was completely, completely done with it. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I remember we did an episode, and I was just like, nah, I'm out. I'm out and completely out. Just cut me out of it. Yeah, it's all corrupt. And the fear is that I, I get all these text messages from Democratic campaigns. OK, and it's, it's funny how some will be like, we, we uh, uh, you know, are fighting the establishment Democrats and we got an endorsement from this progressive. And I get another text saying we're, we're fighting against, you know, a, a far left, blah, blah, blah. And, we're, and I'm like, I don't like either of you at this point. But I respond to all of them the same thing. Listen, when the moderate Democrats who pledged to fight for American issues won, they turned around and just impeached Trump. And so my fear is that no matter what happens, any dollar, any investment in these people will be an investment into shenanigans and nonsensical political, you know, tribalism. So no, count me out. 100%. I'm not, I'm not getting involved with those people anymore. Sorry, not interested. Let's see. We'll, we'll, we'll do a super, uh, we'll, okay. Hit the like button. We've gone over because Smash I have a problem like with button. ranting too much, <laughs> and uh, I apologize. Well, the, the first step is admitting. That's true. That's so I'm really, I'm that really problem. proud of you, Tim. Yeah. Really proud. Uh, so yes, I, I do apologize. We're not going to be able to get to every every super chat. Because we got a big uh, super chat here. Uh, Uriel says, "Hey guy, Ridge Ridgecrest, California, just got a 5.9 earthquake. I lived Ooh. two hours away and felt it. Oh Whoa. my gosh! Uh, 5.9 is pretty strong, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It's strong. Yeah. So it's, Good it's, luck, it's, dude. It's a strong." Uh, Stay safe. That one just uh, came in? No, it was, it was a while ago, but it's a, a relatively hefty super oh, chat. Oh, right on. So Much I felt, appreciated. I can, I can like try a, to make sure we get to uh, those who a lot of the contributed the, the best. I really hate doing it, but, you know. Yeah. Now go up from there because that's, yeah. Yeah, that's that one. But if you, if you haven't already, smash the like button. CJ says, congratulations to the new federal state of China. <laughs> that's oh, where we're headed, man. Not yep. if we can help it, though. Oh, man. The Lepardi says, I'm glad you picked up some self-protection. I was the one who mentioned the responsibility of each bullet fired. I'm glad you took that to heart. Love the show and stay safe. It is an extremely, extremely important point. Yeah, absolutely. And there is a very funny meme of a regular suburban backyard. Okay. And the fence is riddled with bullets and there's a target painted on it. Mm -hmm. And there's like a little girl holding a rifle pointing at it. On the other side is houses. No. And like, it's funny because a lot of like lefty liberals saw this and thought it was real. Oh, and that the, that was the joke. I guess the conservatives and like the, the, the gun rights uh, gun owners, because they're liberal gun owners, knew the joke. Yeah, they were like, the joke is it's not real. You don't fire in your fence into your neighbor's yard. Right. But a lot of people were like, this is why we need gun control. Oh gosh, <laughs> it's people, dude. So, Karens. um, Karens. Uh, yeah, Karens. <laughs> Here we go. Big Ben Howard says the chief master sergeant of the Air Force just uh, came out preaching the leftist narrative about race. The ranks are now in a civil war about what he said. 
Leftists are winning in the military forums. The oh, left is winning uh, everything culturally because it's death by a thousand cuts. Oh, you hate to see it. And you know what happens when they win? This is racial identitarianism. We've never seen that play out well anywhere. Nope. It's, it, it, they argue it was bad when America was, was, had an identitarian law, and it's going to be bad again. I'm not, I'm not going to be uh, enjoying that. Cerelios uh, says, do you have any thoughts on the new trend on Facebook and Twitter of boycotting businesses that donate to Republicans? The looting and riots are in blue states. Why boycott Republican supporters? Because mainstream media is part of that establishment, and the Republican Party at the moment is not the establishment is messing their whole system up. You need only China. China has a part to do with it. I think there's a little bit in there. You need only look at two stories. The story from April where the nurse was standing in front of the car protesting. Mm -hmm. And the other story is the nurses out in front of their office praising the protesters with gloves on gowns with gloves on gowns and masks because they understand we're in a pandemic. And that should tell you everything that if you are a responsible business owner, and you're conservative and you want your rights and you want to run your business, they will shame you. They will insult you. And if you are a leftist who wants to complain about emotional issues and racial justice, things that don't actually contribute to the well-being of the, uh, 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 the, the, the products and the resources that we need to live, they'll praise you. They'll protect you. That bias is so plainly obvious that if you're Brett Kavanaugh, they will destroy you and your family. They will try everything in their power. And if you're Joe Biden, they'll Dust under the rug and say it's fake news. Yep. That's what we can expect to get. So I'll just, uh, I'll read a couple more because we have gone over. And so I do apologize. Let's see. uh, Wexnip says, back in college, I asked a professor his thoughts on another American civil war along political parties. He said it was a dumb idea. This was in 2008. I kind of hope he's right. And and it's a dumb idea. I don't think it'll be along political parties necessarily because the, who likes the Democrats? The, The far left doesn't like the Democrats. I don't even know anymore. Yeah. I have no idea who likes the Democrats. I think, uh, I think, and I, I told some people this a year ago I, that we would say ra- we would see some kind of race war or racial riots or conflict emerging. We're, but but my, my my assessment was based on the fact that we've already seen them. I'm like, it's going to get worse. Mm-hmm. And then you've got to realize what the logical conclusion is when a riot breaks out and you see what you saw in Milwaukee, where they're yelling at the white people and stuff. What do you think? What do you think the the, the escalation of that is? People are only going to see race. When when conflict breaks out, they're going to be like that group. I can easily see as based on their race. Yeah. And people start making assumptions, and yep. that's when it gets really really bad for this country. And I'm not going to be happy to see it. Agreed. Yep. Someone uh, someone in the regular chat says, "Have you seen BLM saying police should be defunded?" I got to be honest. If they were defunded to a certain degree, and people took their own res- took responsibility for their own well-being, like mm-hmm. we saw with uh, Hank Newsom yep. patrolling, I'm kind of okay with it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It, that's what I was saying before. It's like people are calling for that. Yeah, I actually brought that up. There's celebrities calling for it now, you know, like getting on there, using their platform to be like, yeah, defund the police. And it's like, well. If it results in a stronger Second Amendment, more personal responsibility. If and- people step up, you know, like if they come up with neighborhood watches, it's like dope, then we won't need to have as much police so it's that would be okay it's really amazing where there's this overlap that kind of benefits everybody yeah community policing is what they've been asking for mm-hmm. now they're gonna have their own neighborhood watch they're gonna be defending the second amendment as they want to defend their communities yep then they're the ones responsible so if one of these neighborhood watch guys ends up shooting an armed kid there's no racial conflict that's true it's like hey man you live there you did it you answered the community and they'll have to deal with it and guess what 
they will probably go easier on their own than the, and they wouldn't riot and destroy everything over it, you know? Yeah. So maybe it's a good thing. But uh, let's read just a couple more. Mike says, with all these protests going on, lots of people seem to agree that we need ref- to reform the police force. What is your stance on the S3063 Law Enforcement Trust and Integrity Act of 2019 that's been in Congress since last year? Unfortunately, I don't know what it is. You want to pull I, it up real I'll quick? I'll look it up. I have no idea see. what that is. Yeah. We'll, we'll pull it up real quick. SC103? S3063. Outlast says, Tim, Australia loves China. They control a lot of critical infrastructure. Good work, Tim. Appreciate it. Mr. Phil says, of course, the chair force are the ones who are going lefty. Caboose Kyle says, we are 4 million packages behind at UPS in Chicago because of the riots. Oh, no. 4 million? Wow. wow, Yeah. That's a lot. Tom, thanks for coming to member. Thank you. Samuel uh, Irizari said, hi, I searched what are caustic liquids, corrosive substance, and then uh, what is this? Peaceful protest? Why are these things emerging? Roy says, it's pretty mind-blowing that uh, of 330 billion Americans, you only have Trump or Biden to choose from. Best regards from Norway. I got to admit, yeah. Cerilio says, check out the complete evergreen story by Benjamin Boyce. We're living their rhetoric now. Being an ally now means to be subservient to the curse. Street XDSM says, welcome to propertarianism. You are nailing it on the head. Am I really? Cool. Propertarianism. Yeah. I, I just think, you know, uh, people should be more responsible for themselves. They should be more willing to work hard for what they need to accomplish. Stop relying on other people so much. We can still have great communities and work together and have fun, but we got to be responsible for, for what we do. Boom. Mix Cheese says the mayors and governors wouldn't accept a defund for the police since that is extra money from the federal government. That's why police officers have quarters. Yeah. Hmm. The Agi says we need to defund Hollywood and mainstream fraud media. They're corporations who make ad money, unfortunately. So yeah. were you able to look it up? I wasn't able to find anything about that. Hmm. All right. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, then, unfortunately for uh, uh, for everybody, we have to go because yep. we've gone over and we tend to because it's I talk too our, much. It's kind of our thing now. Well, you know, we, we, we have great conversations and this is the challenge because we try to fit everything Thanks, in two Tim. hours. We it's do. Good. Thank I you. Think we do. Well, yeah, yeah, we do. We, do. we absolutely do. For sure. And there's a bunch of stuff we didn't get to we sh- we, that I wanted to do longer segments on. Yeah, that's true. But we do want to make sure we get to as many super chats as possible. And then, you know, I rant too much. So please blame me if you're upset. I couldn't get to you. I apologize. You I do. I do mean it. Blame him. I talk yes. too much. And follow me. I talk for, right. for four <laughs> hours every day. Now that we've been doing the show two and a half hours, I'm, I'm like four hours and 10 minutes of talking a day. Yeah, it's a lot. Dude. <laughs> Dude. I got, yeah. I talk too much. So uh, someone said, read V's super chat. All right. How do I find that? Oh, my goodness. Oh my I don't even know. I don't think that's possible. Yeah, I don't think I can, to be honest, because... V? V spelled V-E-E? Yeah. Is there a way to search or something? YouTuber. Can you control F it? I don't think I can. I don't know. Oh, did it work? I don't know. I don't think it... Oh, V livestream. He says, V here from Romania. We yes. met in UK with Sargon. Did you see the video of the Ferguson BLM organizer from November 6th claiming the organization is infiltrated by far leftists and they plan to start a civil war? Yeah. I didn't, but I... I be- you did see it. Yeah. You want to you explain it real quick? That's it. What he said. There you go. I mean, yeah, it's, it's basically what it is. He's like, I left. I, I couldn't even be a part of it anymore because wow. I was watching these people infiltrate and wow. it wasn't my, it wasn't the message. It's true, man. That, that was Occupy Wall Street. Yep. That's why. That's why when Trump talks about Antifa, the media is like they've infiltrated media too. Yeah, 100%. of course. I'm sure they have. Yeah. Yep. 
extremists who want a revolution are mm. manipulating good Americans who are capitalists because they want communism. Yep. And that's why they spread this propagandistic message of like, it just means anti-fascist. Join our ranks. And then what, what happens? They make you sit down, put your hands up and goobble gobble back at them. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Okay. But but I, but I think we're, we're about ready to, to kind of wrap things up. So if you haven't already, hit that like button. Hit? Beat. Mercilessly Smash beat the like button. Smash. <laughs> you looked at me like like I slighted you personally. Yeah, you're supposed to I say it offended. at the same time. <laughs> Adam got tricked. Dude, I was so ready. I'm like, smash. smash. Hit it. Hit the like button. Smash that like button. I was a little disappointed. Oh, and you. for those that don't know, that. Uh, <laughs> for those that don't know, V is a YouTuber. Yes. So shout out to V. V-E-E. Cool. You can search for his stuff. Um, I believe tomorrow I will be on Louder with Crowder after our show. Oh, snap. So we're going to do oh, our show. Snap. We got to end on timely manner. And then I think, <laughs> so the, the plan so far, I, I believe. got to do it. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Which means That's we funny. will, we do have a hard stop around 10 for tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be hard stop. All but right. then you can all, all right. jump over to the Crowder stream after the fact. Heck, yeah. And uh, and then, be, and then we got Friday's show, which is our jam show. Oh, we play music. yeah. So we got to, yeah. it's going to be fun rest of the week, I guess. Good. Yeah. All right. Sounds great. Hopefully the chaos subsides and we can all go back to chilling. But until this COVID nonsense, like it's, it, I mean, I mean, it's over, but like we're still stuck in the weird plastic ma- mesh of whatever it was tangled mm-hmm. up. Yeah, yeah, weird. It's a mess. And the, their decrees of staying inside, mm-hmm. except for the rioters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, right. Well, that being said, make sure you follow me at Timcast on Instagram and Twitter, and you can follow at Adam Krigler on both as well. Boom. But you can also send at Adam Krigler. Story ideas through his pinned tweets that we use for the show. Yep. It's, it's your path to getting information into the process. And we, we do. We really do uh, 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 cover what you guys send. Yep. And then there's also Sour Patch Lids and her spicy Here memes. Here in the corner. There you go. Spicy memes for your enjoyment. Sour Patch Lids, L-Y-D-S. We do the show Monday through Friday at 8 p.m. Sometimes we're off because I'm, I work like, a, like an insane person. Mm-hmm. But we try our best and we put up clips throughout the day. So you can also find us on iTunes and Spotify and all the other podcast platforms. So uh, I guess we'll see you all tomorrow. Stick around, hit the like button, subscribe, notification bell, because we're going to be back tomorrow. Thanks for hanging out. Good night.